everyone, listen up your attention if you please. Really wanna give you a warning, cause I found out this morning about a dangerous, insidious computer virus. If you should get an email with the subject's stinky cheese, better not go taking a chance, under no circumstances should you open it, or else it will translate your documents into Swahili, make your TV your laundry statically Look out It's gonna make your computer screen freeze Look out Erase the easter eggs off your DVDs Look out Erase your hard drive and your backups too And the hard drive of anyone related to you Virus alert You need immediately before someone gets hurt Forward this message on to everybody
systems are coming back online. Quarantine protocol expires in two minutes. Uploading power to the 44th floor. I haven't heard anything from the 44th floor. How are they with this? Override procedures have been initiated. Uplink beginning in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Connecting to available satellites. Commencing override. Philadelphia, Croatia, Santa Barbara, United Kingdom now connected. Final stage Las Vegas. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Override and upload complete. RCS Power Grid is operating on full power. Get ready, Las Vegas. Wait, get ready, world. The Rockin' Comedy Show is downloading to your server now. Now. Here it comes. Live from the 44th floor of the Rockin' Comedy Show Command Center, it's time once again for the number one online radio show in Vegas. And here is your host, Crazy DJ. Ah, how's everybody doing out there? Episode number 1,239 is where we are today. Pretty awesome. We are back on Tuesdays, 6 o'clock, which means we are back live once again on My Generation Radio out there in the UK. We're also live on Philly Rock Radio as well. We are slowly once again taking over the world. (laughs) There's nothing else to do. We were only supposed to be locked down for two weeks. (laughs) seven months (laughs) yeah everybody's here once again everybody we're gonna have fun yeah Yeah, i was was all excited about doing the show Uh uh-huh then i got a message from somebody today Uh uh-huh that made me salty again salty jay's back oh no (laughs) the only problem is he's a good friend i've known him for years yeah i met him in college when we were doing radio he's a very political guy i'm not political we just have fun making fun of our governor you know and stuff and he was like i had the post today and i made it red because yeah. it's a red alert yeah on. tonight's red alert and nine so, o'clock and so he goes why don't you leave the politics to the people that know what's going on and just be funny and i'm like why don't you fucking listen to my show one time yeah and then fucking realize for four months all we've done is make fun of the fucking virus trump Biden, all of them. COVID-19. Mostly Biden. COVID nineteen. <laughs> well, mostly Biden, but you know he provides us sound clips. And I said, I was like, exactly. It's I'm not like, that we hate the left more. It's just the left gives us more kind of ammunition. Yeah, yeah. they're just yeah. feeding us filet mignon every day. We hate the right too. Believe us. Yeah. So I was just like, listen to a show. And yeah. Then, then give me your opinion. Well, what would the 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 red alert thing have anything to do with? Po- it has nothing to do with that. It has it's everything to well, do with entertainment. It's, you know, it's, yeah. It's, oh, because of the it, word it's, red. It, it's aimed towards. It's aimed towards Sisolak and opening up the. You know, it's uh, getting entertainment back yeah, everywhere yeah, nationwide. Yeah. Can we that, just get but, this already? Sorry. Well, yeah. Yeah. He's turning the entertainment capital of the world into a third world country. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. We're getting right you into know, it. Pa- pa- the Paris Hotel literally looks like Paris, France, like in not in the good ways. There's a homeless guy jerking off by the Louvre over there. Oh, God. <laughs> that was me. Yeah, I have yeah a that was probably mad. You know, I, I, know I, I know I look homeless. After yeah, a couple but, zip fizz. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> Before before we even get started today. Yeah. COVID-19! Oh, oh boy. Wait. Just wait. Three, 
burn. Well, I'm telling you, it gets hot down there. I mean, like Jesse says, it's Africa hot down there, man. And it gets... <laughs> Are you listening to me? Because it's, it's right there on the coast. It gets muggy. And that's what it takes to kill this thing. It hates heat. It hates humidity. It hates water. <laughs> it just dies. I hollered at the top of my voice, in the name of Jesus, you get back up there where you belong. Boy, up it went. I'm... I messed us up. <laughs> doesn't like yeah. it doesn't like humidity, doesn't like heat, doesn't like water. We have no pools. <laughs> we live in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't like facts either. Yeah. It doesn't Apparently, like reality. Apparently it just makes up as it goes. Yeah, just as it go along, you know, you just go with it. Can I say this is the first time? I mean, we're gonna hit, get hit with a heat wave this weekend, but because we're now we're doing we, the we show mean, uh, this weekend, we had two weeks of it. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's gonna be like one thirteen. But can I say like it's actually really? This is our first time. Like it's been really comfortable in here because I mean now we're approaching today's September first. Pretty soon it's gonna be fall. This is gonna be quite nice here on uh, <laughs> Tuesday nights. This it's, is about the time of year for me anyway. I don't know about it. it I mean, we all live in Vegas. Sure. But, yeah. Uh, this is about the time of year where it starts to taper down a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it gets and, nice. And I go, I go, patio you know, seating time. And for, but just to con contextualize it, for us, we say this when it hits between 94 and 97. Yeah, or right. So, yeah. You yeah. Know? Like once once we're back down into the double digits again, we all kind of go, everywhere else in the country is going, oh my God, we can't stand, the, you know. Yeah. We all kind of go, oh, good. I can and go I, outside yeah, now. Yeah. And you know what I always say? I made it through another one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. It was my first summer here. I don't know about you guys. Oh, it was I was scared shit. Yeah, it was brutal. You were like, scared for like, your life. I, I, I'm from California. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what the hell seasons are. Yeah. Matt, Matt was melting. <laughs> yeah, it was. But no, it, it feels really nice out there today. We should say, I looked on the dash of my truck and it was 94. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a treat from, from the normal 124 <laughs> yeah. that I usually see. Yeah. Surface but of the as, sun. As we just heard, I guess we're getting back up into I over think, 110 yeah, for a I couple of days. Yeah, I think it's just days. for the weekend and then, then I'll go back down. I'll be gone. And that'll be it. I won't be here. Yeah. Be gone. Will you be in a better place? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where it's much, much cooler. Yes. <laughs> I will. Lots of pool time. Yeah. What is this? Oh boy, what is this? God, she's partying. Yeah. Oh man. That's the sound of my show disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I play any more of it. <laughs> yeah, for a minute I thought it was like the opening to like Roadhouse or something. <laughs> Supposed to be Benny and the Jets. No, it's no, uh, you want to be Joel. a big shot. Oh, it's yeah. Billy Joel. Yeah, Billy Joel. Moving hey, you're out. Jersey gal, yeah. right? Yeah. Moving out. Sorry. That's not moving out. No, not out. moving out. No, no, we're not moving out. We're moving out.
can't think oh my anymore. God. What, <laughs> what is she is gargling like with? Interpretive, uh, interpretive song? She's gargling. It sounds like Yoko Ono. <laughs> it is Yoko Ono. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are do, you do serious? You know, do you know this entire time? I've been thinking this is Yoko Ono. I didn't want to say anything is that to Yoko, Yoko Ono fans, but that's all she does. She gets on a mic and just screams. <laughs> yeah, that's Yoko. Yeah. Is that Yoko Ono singing to a Billy Joel karaoke track? She got a band in the video. That's a band playing with her. How much is she paying those poor guys? And that's why, ladies. Not enough. (laughs) And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, Paul and John no longer got along. Wow. We know who the talented one was. Jesus. Oh my God. You know, people are into whoever they're into, but that's one thing I never understood. You see John Lennon, and I mean, he was this amazing performer and all this, that, and the other. Uh, really? Yoko Ono, huh? That's what you're going to settle uh, settle up on. That's what you're going to hit John, your wagon to. John could have had anybody in the world. That's what yeah. I mean. You know, and, 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 you know, he maybe, must have really liked her. Well, and that's, the thing, that's the thing. Like She must have did like wild butt stuff or something. Oh, like, God. You know, it's like one like of those, early, too. Yeah, early. Well, she was like, gargling in that well, whole song. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like date three. Yeah. You know, date three, she's like, I, uh, if you want, you can put it in my ass. Yeah, pull a dragon <laughs> out of her ears. like, fuck, even the groupies don't do this shit. <laughs> And that's, that's, what just I, great. that's what I mean. Like you, sometimes you see celebrities, and you see them with their wives, or vice versa. The celebrities with their husbands, their better half, yeah. what have you. And so, um, wait, what's appropriate for third date? I'm just kidding. <laughs> everything. No, I'm. <laughs> you want to find out? <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. You know, if, if you if you met him before, depends on how much money you got. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but if you met him before you were famous, then you say, okay, well, that makes sense because you know they came up with the person. You know, they truly love them for who they are. But she she met john what in the mid to late 60s like i yeah. it just racks my brain well it was right as i understand it it was right before let it be okay and right before they were gonna go so okay so some new i'm not much of a beatles fan but i figure it's probably as a musician it's probably my job to be a student of these guys yeah you know eh. so i mean because because they were so fucking relevant right man, right you know but i came to the beatles late I'm, right just for all the other musicians out there i'm the lame one I didn't get into them or study them until uh, until way later, but this new documentary on the making of Let It Be, their final album, okay, w- was released within the last year or two, and I just saw some of it, and it shows it's like another hundred hours of new footage from the Let It Be studio session. I mean, Yoko's kind of there thereabouts, and you can clearly see that this is a band in collapse. Uh-huh. I mean, you can see it. Right. You can just watch them, look right. at them. Feel talk. it, you know. They're all coming in separately, passing each other in the hallway like they're on the downslope of some ma- failed marriage. Sure. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, I would guess that John was really upset about that. Uh-huh. You know, at like really upset. Because for these guys in bands that become that big, that young, yeah, I think this is like deeper than some marriages. For oh, them, absolutely, you know, absolutely. And I, and I think she was just someone who, again, I have no idea because I don't really know the Beatles all that well. Um, I like the older Beatles than the younger, the early stuff when they first got here. Yeah, I don't really like that stuff. Came over here. Yeah, I don't really like that. I like when they started dropping acid and you know. I like like songs. the. Revolver album. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. would be about That's, when that would yeah. start. I think she yeah. was just. Those a ch- are good. Like that was a good album. It was. A, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. still amazing yeah. to this day. Abbey Road, still amazing to this day. Sergeant Pepper, outstanding. Like people, like recording engineering students are still studying Sergeant Pepper. Yeah. Really? Because there are now software-based plugins that cost hundreds of dollars 
that are designed to emulate the shit that they just stumbled upon right. with George Martin in the studio right, for that right. record. Yeah. Manipulating the tape machines and all that shit. And, and with, no one had done it. And with Yoko, I always just thought she was just a chick he got high with. And, like, you know, it was just he was just fun Could very high well with. be. Someone t- he just met on Tinder. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it just, the, the, from an appearance standpoint, I yeah. just don't understand it. I mean, it's like he had all the money in the world. He could have got himself a Corvette and he decided to drive a Yugo. I like, think so. What? Sometimes when you look at couples, Sometimes they look like each other in ways. Like they both had that lanky, that skinny too. look. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you it's know, like every that... girl I've ever dated has been ugly too. Yeah, they have beards <laughs> like too. Like that narcissist yeah. in you. I don't know. But no, I mean, it just, it just, she is just <laughs> such a plain Jane and so, so ugly that I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, if she was like a, a, a seven, I'd be like, okay, this chick's a two. Like and she screams during Billy Joel. Like no musical talent. This guy wrote Imagine. Whatever you want to think of the song. Some people think it's the greatest thing ever. I think he's got better works. But really, that chick. Like I. They each their own though. Maybe he loved loved her. So I'm passionate. But she broke up the Beatles. Like the whole world should hate her. Okay, I. (laughs) They do. They do. She butchered Billy Joel's song. I bet you he'd stab himself in the ears if he heard that. And John died so tragically and so horribly and so young, and that sick bitch has had a, a life and career ever since then yeah you know what i mean based like, on john like we would have just aimed to the left yeah. oh jeez. <laughs> i got into a terrible argument with somebody the other day because i said that the beatles because you know this nazi term likes to get thrown around a oh lot. jesus i said that the Beatles. i said that john and paul were nazis i said that they were anti-semitic that they didn't like jewish people uh-huh because there was a version the first version of get back Okay. Get back to where you once belong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that song is about their stance against immigration into the UK. Get huh. back to where you once belong. They recorded it once. Mm-hmm. They had individual lyrics mentioning people from different parts of the world outside of England. Uh-huh. Right? And they erased it and re-recorded it because they were worried the lyrics would polarize people. Yeah. But... John and Paul wrote that, and apparently they're not crazy about minorities. And I tried to explain that to a bunch of people who think the Beatles are Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said, you know, they might have been a little racist. I always, I always. So what do you think about that? I always catch hell with the Beatles because I do think they're amazing. I do think they are, you know, one of the top bands of all time. But I do think there are other bands that are a little bit better. They just happen to be at the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And people just give me absolute hell. Well, I'm probably yeah. really, like, ignorant when it comes to them. But they're, like, poppy punk stuff. I didn't really like yeah. at all. Like, I liked Paperback Writer. That was a good song. Mm-hmm. And some of the, like, like you said, like, when it started getting into that trippy stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know. George I mean, Harrison was the first guitarist I ever heard. I I think he was the I he's my favorite Beatle. Oh, he's absolutely yeah, yeah mine too. And like mine too. He, I think he's the most talented, and he's kind of the third wheel. This is a George Carlin bit. I can't take credit for it, but I think he's right. I think he's still right. The wrong two Beatles died first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We lost John and George, yeah. man. Damn Except it. for the song I Got My Mind Set on You. Okay, we could scrap that song. Oh, I yeah, that, that was horrible. Uh, what was I love what was that. that? Was a, is that a cover? cover? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all right, not even fine. his song. All right, all right. Well, then George can stay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm pathologically obsessed with Eric Clapton. Have okay. Been since I was that big. Yeah. You know, he's kind of the reason I have the life I do, pretty much. And uh, I've read everything he's ever written in an interview or, or whatever, in his own book or whatever. 
It's so fun. Okay, so like there was this thing called the Plastic Ono Band in uh-huh. in 1970 okay. or so, which is right at the breakup of the Beatles. And he was asked at the last minute to drive his drive himself down to Heathrow Airport and get on a private jet with John Lennon, and he didn't know what for. But he said, "Don't bring your guitar, Eric. I have one here for you if uh-huh. you want." Right. right. So he. I guess he went to, and he got on a plane, and on that plane were John and Yoko and a couple other band members these guys have worked with, and they were flying to Toronto from London to go do one show, this big outdoor festival in Toronto. The gig is on YouTube. You can see it. Yeah. It's awful, uh-huh. right? All you see is Yoko screaming, John accompanying her like he's the only guy in the universe who knows what the fuck she's doing right you know what i mean or like how to accompany her and eric clapton high on god knows what yeah on the corner of the stage just looking like he's he's uh he just got put on stage with three aliens she's like trying to find a place to play oh, no. yeah and then, and then how when he talks about yoko it's like he's trying to be respectful and he really doesn't dig her yeah and that, and that goes back to the whole thing like i've never heard anyone say anything positive about the woman like uh, no one man. Like, it's like it's wild i don't know the only thing i would say positive about her is that she's helped keep john alive yeah and she did a pretty good job raising those boys yeah, yeah. You know? i mean i knew and I, she had good hair i guess i'm saying from, from like a, from an art standpoint yeah oh from, she, uh, you mean like from a musical yeah, contribution just, standpoint yeah not like nothing like i don't yeah, know you know she didn't really contribute much culturally other than being john lennon's wife right you know like nobody ever bought her records yeah. not even when john was alive no, you even know? he didn't buy it <laughs> oh, no no i got one sweetheart but they were big they were big anti-war advocates together and they staged a lot of peaceful protests together i'm a i'm an old hippie so yeah. I, I love that <laughs> i'd say if there's like if you had a time machine one one spot i wouldn't mind stopping by is to see that concert on the rooftop that fuck yeah. yeah you can watch the whole yeah you can watch it but that, it's that's not, why you know, they let it be, be there. yeah to that's be why this like, let it be documentary was was done to give yeah. people more of that moment that's pretty and, yeah, that was pretty cool but man they're playing their balls off dude for a bit they know that that that's it. Yeah, they, they knew that like a, a, a while before that gig started, and you can't. I can't even tell how the decision was made. Okay, let's drag some gear up another few flights of stairs, and we'll play up there, and then that'll be it. We're going our separate ways. Like, how, I, how did they make that decision? I, you know, I think that it comes down to just dudes being dudes. Like, all right, we're gonna say a goodbye. Let's yeah. go. Let's go balls out and let's you, just have it. Thanks yep. for the run, you know, man. Let them have it. We yeah. gotta take a break. Okay. Uh, okay. When, Yeehaw. Because when we come back. Uh, Zoe Boy is going to be on the phone. Oh, okay. Anthony Cools is going to call in. Very cool. And we've also got Murray Sacha calling in tonight. Wow. Going to be a good show. I got a little Vegas All-Star lineup going. Hey, so Red Alert. Red Alert. great. That's right. So uh, we're going to take a quick break with this, Dan.
one is a survivor of abuse by Boy Scouts of America representatives as far back as the 1970s. We urge you to speak up. We'll stand with you and get you the help and financial compensation you deserve. A jury in Portland, for example, awarded $18.5 million in punitive damages in one Boy Scout sexual abuse case. The Boy Scouts of America filed for bankruptcy, and funds have been set aside to compensate those injured. Time is limited, and so are the funds. Call today. Don't wait. For free information on how to file your claim, call All Survivors Advocates right now. We have a long track record in helping our clients get the legal justice and compensation they deserve. Please, we are ready to help you. Call today. 800-351-7914-800-351-7914-800-351-7914. That's 800-351-7914. Moments CBD is a local business in North Las Vegas with essential natural CBD products that helps with pain, anxiety, inflammation, and so much more. Their team of experts can help you with all your CBD needs. Moments CBD also carries washable medical masks and hand sanitizer with 70% alcohol, vitamin E, and aloe. Moments is having an amazing deal for June. 50% off all immune-boosting CBD products for you and your pets. Mention the Radio Vegas Rocks ad for the special. Located on 1311 West Craig Road at the Home Depot Shopping Center. Call 702-463-1616 for more info. They care about your health. Why do we love the Golden Tiki so much? How about the handcrafted tiki drinks made with freshly squeezed juices, homemade syrups, and top shelf foods? These aren't your cruise ship pre-mixed cocktails. These specialty drinks take time and are for the true cocktail enthusiasts. Located in the strip mall in Chinatown, it's truly a hidden hideaway. Well, hidden if you don't know the address, it's 3939 Spring Mountain Road. This place is what my tiki bar dreams are made of, an adult version to Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, complete with alcohol-infused Dole Whip and Dirty Talking Birds, with drink names like Navy Grog, Terrible Twisted, and Dirty Banana. And last but not least, a shot of empathy named Kraken. These drinks will have you back and back again. From the kick-ass atmosphere, hidden Easter eggs in the bar, like Bigfoot's footprint, and don't forget to rub the golden dong for good luck. From live music to DJs that will make you feel like you're on a tropical vacation. The Golden Tiki, 3939 Spring Mountain Road. That's the Golden Tiki, 3939 Spring Mountain Road. If you like pina coladas. Well, do you? Do you like pina colada? Because if you do, then you are going to love the new flavor from... Sip, fizz, energy, no sudden crash and calorie. Low carb, vitamin B, the healthy energy mix. 
That's right. The geniuses, as I like to call them over at Zip Fizz, have done it again. They have made another fantastic flavor. We've been telling you for years about this powerful little energy mix that comes in a plastic tube. It gives you three to four hours of natural energy. All the flavors taste great, from the latest mango peach to fruit punch, grape, orange soda, orange cream, iced tea, lemon, grapefruit, pink lemonade, citrus, berry, and now pina colada. New taste, same great energy, no hard crash. Zip Fizz mixes are healthy and convenient way to get your energy fixed without having to suffer through any nasty taste. You'll definitely have a few of these around for those quick trips to the gym or those afternoon sleepies, as I like to call them. Zip Fizz Energy, no sudden crash, 10 calorie, low carb, vitamin B, the healthy energy mix. Zip Fizz! My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-626-6538. That's 800-626-6538. Do you care where your parents are? This radio person is the whole problem. Are we going to allow this guy to be heard by anyone who can turn a dial? FCC, you know what that means? This is my life you're screwing around with here, you know? Rockin' the Valley. 24-7. You're tuned to Crazy J on RadioVegas.rocks.
It is Rock and Comedy Show. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to be speaking with Mr. Zoe Bowie himself. Oh, yeah. yeah. What yeah. He's, My man. I wonder how he's doing not being on stage doing those high kicks. I sure miss playing <laughs> with that guy. Yeah. That sucks. It does suck. Yeah. But uh, they are doing the uh, the red alert tonight, if you guys don't know what that is. And, uh, anywhere in the nation at 9 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Light up red, whether it's a porch light. Right. Whatever. Just show your support. Uh, we're going to light up the, the whole studio. We're going to light it up red. It's going to be awesome. Like, like, I, like I said on Parker Ryan's show yesterday, like, you know, like like Neil like Neil Diamond would say, turn on your heart light. Right? <laughs> Put on Neil. your red light. <laughs> Let it shine wherever you go. I'm That's Neil right. Diamond. <laughs> the Jewish yeah. Elvis. And it's just to, uh, you know, show support. Get get the uh, get the live events back anywhere yeah. from, from Broadway to, to Vegas. But not just ambient music, Jay. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking. We We're going to get into that, too. I want high kicks. We're going to get into that, too. You know, I want high kicks. I want, I want like, uh, confetti. I want, I want, you know, journey covers. I want it all. Yeah. Beachy journey covers. covers. <laughs> Can we do sandwich covers? <laughs> sure. You know? I want to hear more than a woman. Or I want to hear... Uh, you know, Saturday Night Fever or something. <laughs> sure. No problem. Big Shot by Yoko Ono. Yeah, Big Shot. No, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> okay. Big if, Shot by the Beatles. If, if there's one young lady I would like to keep in quarantine, like, may I suggest Yoko Ono? <laughs> you, go, you, go, you go up to karaoke and be like, can I have the uh, Yoko Ono version of Big Shot, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just give you an instrumental track like, and go scream at yeah, any, are any, you just, at any point. Just scream at any point. Hang on, let me go get Jose and let him grab a pot and pan and well, just bang it into the microphone did, for a while. She did a cover of Imagine too, and it wasn't great. No, it was awful. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, it was. It's no better. Yeah, Primal Screams. She's, that's the one song. She's so she bad should. that not even having Eric Clapton as your lead guitar player makes you sound good. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's bad. That's yeah. bad. It's pretty bad. bad. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's uh, it's, poor Yoko. it's not good. <laughs> not poor Yoko. I'm kidding. Yeah. Oh my god. That's like having a- Alex Rodriguez on your softball team and still losing by 20 runs. Yeah. Like what? You got a rod on your team. What? You guys still taking steroids. A rod. A rod. Oh my god. So what was the name of that Billy Joel song? Big shot. Big, Big shot. shot. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. not. Not You'll know deep it enough you, into Billy. Yeah, but you would know it if you heard. Janine, like, you're from Jersey. Does, yeah. Jer- does Jersey claim Billy no, Joel? I'm good? gonna say yes. Yeah, even though he's from Long Island, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you gotta it's love, easy. you gotta love Billy Joel. If you try. <laughs> oh God. I no feel like hell. Dad's head's gonna explode. Wow, this is her isolated vocal too. <laughs> 
well, on this sky. <laughs> My head's gonna explode because she did one thing right. She gave Imagine John Lennon a blowjob. And this is what came of it, you know? Oh God. How many artists out there that are good? Living that we can see the light of day. Well, I think the problem is she probably wasn't giving him blowjobs yeah. and she's singing these songs. That's the no problem. <laughs> I mean, we could go to we could go to Chinatown into a Korean karaoke place or something and hear something do. better than this. <laughs> Jay's dying laughing. I'm just gonna leave her as our background music. <laughs> yeah, don't. I'm not talking because I'm listening to this. Oh, oh my god. Who, what record company executive signed off on this? You know? Someone who said, oh, John said he'll give you one album. All right, we'll just do it. Yeah. Why do I have a teaching contract and not a record deal? Exactly. <laughs> Why? Let's Why? Not, let's not forget his comeback album was Double Fantasy, and she sang on that. Oh. Yeah, she did. And it was a, it was a double LP. <laughs> she had that song Kiss Kiss on there. I'm upset that I know that much but information. But I'm not the only one. Yeah. Only. Yeah. <laughs> Ronry, Ronry, I'm so Ronry. <laughs> what is that from Team America? That's right? Team America. <laughs> hey, so I'm I, so Ronry. That was that was free on one of the streaming platforms the other day. Watched a little bit of it. Put the captions on accidentally. It's fantastic. Right, right at the time where he's singing that I'm so Ronry song, the captions actually go R O N R Y. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> nice. It's, this is her song, Kiss Kiss. Okay. From uh -huh. Double Fantasy. All right, Jay. It's a nice episode. Oh, no, Yoko. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is something... This is something you'd hear in, like, a Tarantino movie. Well, someone's getting murdered. Yeah. No, this is what you hear in hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kill Bill 3. Oh, my God. This is what the governor is going to allow us to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> I repeat. That's it. This, this is, is the only it. song. This is you it. You guys wanted music. Here it, here it is. Here it is. Yeah. This is what you get. No! Shut your mouths. It's ambient music. What did he say? Ambient? Yeah, ambient. ambient. He's going to cut his hair into looking like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Start showing up in a tracksuit. <laughs> Lights off, nine o'clock. What's, what's his wife's name? Him and Karen. Uh, <laughs> Kathy. Kathy, sorry. Kathy, Karen is the Ka same thing. The first, yeah, same no, because he's he's Karen. Him no, and he's Karen. He, yeah. Kathy and I love this song. It was our anniversary song. <laughs> he has he has he has the best lesbian haircut. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I was reading, uh, there was a, I should have saved it, I was looking for it today. There's a list of all the names people have come up with him that sound like Sisolak, and the best one that was like, uh, it was, uh, uh, Lixadick was, uh, was one in there. There's so many. I was like, holy crap. I've heard a few, too. Sissy Lack. <laughs> yeah, Sissy Lack's Lack, yeah, that's a, like the leader Sissy, of the clubhouse, yeah, I think. Yeah, Sissy Lack, I think, is the big one. Uh, Sissy Sack. Sissy Sack. Yeah, so, so many. It's a, such an idiot. Yeah, I mean, again. I was watching. Man, I, I, see, was, I, see I was watching the news today, and the lady goes, "He's been spending a lot of his time in Carson City working on problems." No, he's working in Carson City because nobody's around him. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, <laughs> like, I, and they got a quote of him, and he was like, "I understand the emotional problems that you guys are going through. Get on your jet and shut the fuck up." Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so, did anybody hear about the video of Sisolak yeah. that was circulating? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's have, everywhere. We have, okay. Uh, 
So, one of my dearest friends is a guitar player in that band. Oh, nice. Every month when we have a Vegas guitarist's luncheon. Wow, that's every, kind of cool. It, it, yeah, we're, we're a bunch, everybody who can, we get together one weekday afternoon a month and talk and hang, right? We've done it for years now. We do it there, right? At that location. Yeah, the owner of that restaurant's wife Italian, is, is a professional musician. It's an Italian restaurant, right? Yes, it is. Okay. And it, it, they have two. This is the same company that is in charge of Nora's. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Doors so is great. This yeah, is their, this is their pizzeria, right? Okay. What, 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 can we say it on the radio? We can say it on the radio. What, what's it called? It Monzu, M-O-N-Z-U. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'll but, have to look that up. For those, uh, can I plug this video? Yeah, is that all right? Do you just want to play it? or, or... I'm not going to play it yet because uh, in just a few minutes. Well, go ahead and plug it. Monzu. Okay, well. We'll play it after uh, Zoe Boy. A band on stage in the corner of a restaurant, probably one of Vegas's best restaurants, uh-huh, yeah. was playing. That day, Governor Sisolak gave an announcement that there will be no, no, no live entertainment anywhere and ever for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Forever. That night, he was sitting at a corner table right to the left of the bass player in that band, right? And right. he was watching a band, and he was applauding them. Well, <laughs> and, 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 and A lot of people are really upset about because he wasn't wearing a mask, you well, know? Yeah, no it's ridiculous. Was. Not only that, but that's like the th- the entire theme of 2020. Like, I don't care, you know, whatever your political stance is, whatever. But it's being a hypocrite. Is is just don't lie to us. Don't treat us like we're idiots. Like, you know, you go on TV, and there's the meme going around where it was mostly... Pro, uh, peaceful protest, and the guy standing right in front of a burning building. Like, don't lie to me. Yeah, don't. Li- I know what I'm seeing. Don't I can lie to me. Clearly, see. I mean, look, you I'm... know, and and to, to now again, we, everything circles back to politics. But you know, now you got one guy saying, "Well, all these violent ro- uh, riots in Portland for the last three months, we're on day 104 now." Oh no, it's his fault. It's like, what are you talking about? He told you he would send in the troops. And you said no. Yeah. What are you talking? Stop lying to us. Just stop lying. So why was this band allowed and not other bands? Like, well, in other words, like, because he said they're sitting far away and that they're not near the audience. Yeah, and yeah. Well, th- this band allow- this band was allowed because this is a non-gaming establishment okay. with no, right. no real visible bar top okay. in okay. it. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, I think it's a classic case of, of a really, really, really great business owner. And I know these people personally, so I sure. know for a fact that they're great business owners. Sure. Shout out to Gio and Naomi. You guys are the best. Awesome. Um, both restaurants, absolutely top notch. And we know our Italian food, don't we, on this show? Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. Norris is great. I've yeah, never no. been this place, yeah. so i got to oh, check it out. Oh, it'll well, knock now you I'm going to go ass, there now. Man. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one reason all the guitar players like to eat there every month when we're allowed to sure. is, is because we want to keep money within the musician community you gotta keep it going you know and 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 their food is ab- absolutely top-notch this is a classic case of really really great ownership and management complying with every regulation so clearly and so to the point that even when the fucking governor yeah, came in, in there, he, he had nothing to say. say. Perfect. Yeah, right? Let's just so, keep this going then. Yeah, so yeah. there are all these arguments all across the spectrum about does this make Sisolak a hypocrite? Absolutely. Or what? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm glad he was in there. You know why? Because people are talking about uh, watching put, bands. Yeah, putting well, bands and, back on and, and, it's, and it's helping out that restaurant. And, 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 right. and it's one of those things where this specific side, if you give them enough rope, they're going to hang themselves. And they constantly keep doing it with every step of the well, way. Just they, what you said about the, co- about, the Portland, about the Portland stuff. They say defund the police. And then when some white kid 
you know, turns turns the tables and comes in with a gun and starts trying to defend people's property. Yeah, well, then, the they, then they say we need to get all the troops and the police in here immediately. Yeah, you know, it's I, like, it just it's just mind boggling. You know, I'm I'm like I said, was a former bartender. You got is he calling in? No, not Kyle. And uh, you know, and I'm on and I'm on a, and I'm on a, and I'm on a Facebook you know chat group with bartender fellow bartenders in Las Vegas and. One of the places, East Strings, which is yeah. uh, over oh, in Henderson. Oh, I think all the time. Yeah. Yeah. They got a stage. Played and there a bunch of times. Henderson official comes in. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a lot. Yeah. Pretty drunk there. A lot of karaoke Henderson, and comedy. Yeah. Henderson official comes in. He says, you can't advertise live music to draw in clients to eat, but you can have live music for the people who eat here. <laughs> and we're trying to hit them what? with a violation. Like, what the is... The whole point of having entertainment... It's like, Let's look at the casino It's like model. one of those ACT questions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hold on, guys. Hold on. Just pick C. Yeah. It is the Rock and Comedy Show, and on our phone line right now, it's Zoe Boy himself. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. Oh, Folks, oh, oh hey, Chris. How you doing, buddy? Hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you? Uh, how are you handling the lockdown now? Well, you know, uh, I, I think everybody has a different story. Uh, mine is pretty exciting, to be honest. I spent the last six months sitting every day in my three-year-old's baby pool getting stoned. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> so nothing's changed. Yeah. <laughs> Business as usual. <laughs> that, that's pretty. That's pretty rock star. Yeah. Um, no, you know, doing great. You know, like. There, there's a lot of people out there uh, right now going through some terrible things. And so I, you know, I got to say I consider myself uh, very lucky that uh, for me this last six months has actually been quite amazing for the sake that I haven't had a week off in 25 years and I get to spend time with my little girl and just sit around and eat and get fat. So it's been a beautiful thing. Well, <laughs> I, you, you better stop that. You got high kicks coming up pretty soon. <laughs> hey, Elvis could do hey. them, right? <laughs> hey, let me tell you what else Zoe Bowie's been doing since he does employ me, and I feel I should endorse him in this way. Here's the other thing he's been doing for five months. He has been thinking multiple hours every day about when he goes back on stage and how much better he's going to make his product, because that's what he does. <laughs> Well, gosh, I love the vote of confidence. And, uh, geez, I, you already got the gig, dude. You don't need to brag about it. Right? Yeah. This, this is like therapy. Right. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, you know, you, uh, you know it, like I said, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's something that uh, nobody would have predicted in a million years that was going to happen to any of us. And for so many, uh, you know, like myself, we've worked our whole life uh, and dedicated everything we know and have and will ever have into something that we're very passionate about amen and so you know for guys like us it's, it's not necessarily about the money even as much as the the drug and the addiction we have to try to make people feel good and happy and uh you know because we're the ones who who get the rewards from you know putting smiles on people's faces and to me it's it's all about the energy of it and and it's been kind of like a void black hole of no energy over the last six years so it's been very bizarre because like I said, I've been doing three or five nights a week for a quarter of a century, and then just nothing. Yeah. But uh, it was, yeah. from, like I said, for me, it's been a, a, a long overdue break that I got to kind of uh, reboot and uh, try to think about, like you say, wh what am I going to do to reinvent, reinvent myself and try to stay in the game for another 20 years so I could put it through school. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Have you uh, binged watch anything besides children's shows? <laughs> well... 
I have seen every episode of Peppa Pig. Oh, lot lucky you. <laughs> what is that? I don't, I don't know what that is. It's a cartoon about a pig. Okay. I actually discovered a show, if anyone wants to know, Yellowstone. Has anyone got on that show no, yet? No, I haven't yet. Like six people have told oh, me. Oh, yeah. Kevin Costner. Now, that's a... That's a that's a dazzling story. <laughs> dazzling. I hear it's Costner's like... a great kisser too. <laughs> His eyes are kind. Oh jeez. <laughs> but no, that's a good show. It's yeah. kind of a uh, it's kind of like a mature version of I guess like Dallas kind of a thing, you know. Dallas. Dallas. Wow. <laughs> you you watch Dallas? Hey, Dad? who killed Jr? Come on, right? Patrick Duffy shows up at the end. Oh, it's just a dream. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in 25 oh, years. Wow. No, it's a good show though. It's basically a guy. He owns uh, like 200,000. 200,000 acres in Montana, so beautiful scenery, this kind of that and the other. And he's got to fight uh, uh, Indians, try to take over his land. And this all happens modern day. And then he's got he's got to deal with these other people, land developers, all this kind of stuff. And he's a cattle rancher. Yeah. And uh, it's just a good show. It's like, you know, it's in the, in the long vein of all those shows like, you know, Sons of Anarchy and, you know, yeah. anything you see on. So it's just uh, a really AMC. good, intense drama. Yeah, it's cool. And, but man, I, mean, I got to check it out. I never realized. It's how, Dallas on steroids. Yeah, I never realized how beautiful <laughs> Montana was. Like, I got to get up to Montana. Oh, so unbelievable up there. Yeah. To so hell with the pyramid gorgeous. and the Eiffel Tower out here. I'm going up there. Can, yeah. can you save this <laughs> awesome talk for when Chris isn't on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> providing him with a show that he might that he might like as he practices his high kicks. <laughs> his high kicks. Well, you know, I got I to gotta be honest. I, I appreciate your love for Dallas, but those of us who are of age who are from that era... I have to say, I was much more of a Dynasty guy. Okay. Oh, I did oh. like Dynasty. Me too. I'm I miss there Silver Spoons. Remember that show? <laughs> no. a train in his house. Dynasty was good. <laughs> Ricky Schroeder. Zoe Boy, do you have a train in your house? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can barely hear you. A train? Yeah, do you have a train in your house like uh, Ricky Schroeder does? Yes, it's, on... it's, it's, it's what I flop myself into to go to the kitchen. And, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the choo choo thing really gets How you annoying. get out of the baby pool? <laughs> he, yeah. yeah. Zoe, Boy used to, Zoe Boy used to have uh, trains very often on his property, uh, but then he got married and had a child. Uh, yeah, those are different kind of trains. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you rock stars and your stories. <laughs> Train stories. Don't, don't, hey, I got to tell you, for those with, with kids, don't let a baby get in the way of a good time. Let me tell you right yeah. now. Don't let the baby get in the way of the choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in true Zoe Bowie admirable fashion, Chris married himself an Italian girl. Oh, did you? Yeah, hey, got yourself a spicy meatball, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be called Primavera. Thank oh, you. all right. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I I had to go through some training. Uh, to get an Italian learn, woman? <laughs> and I had to learn the fact that, that, you know, on Sundays, everybody gets together and they make something, but it's not sauce. They they. I, I was slapped a few times for calling it that because it's gravy. It's today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my uh, my girlfriend, she's from Long Island and she's Italian too. Yeah, it's gravy Sunday. You weren't on the gravy train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were on the wrong train, buddy. <laughs> my, mine what a is beautiful Italian. segue. <laughs> my, mine is Italian and she's from right here in Las Vegas. And it's so funny. Like I know Cleveland Italians, and of course we got a New Jersey Italian here. Yep. I'm from California, Vegas Italian. There's all these different Brit. Chris, I don't know where Jennifer is, is from in the USA, but 
there are definitely these distinctive i think when people think of italians they think of the ones where janine is from mm -hmm. they don't necessarily <laughs> think of cleveland or or you know california italians you know yeah there are all these little different brands and the las vegas italian is yet another I think, know, it, I think it depends Italian. on how much lip liner they use. How much lip liner <laughs> and how much sass they give how you. How much bronzer know? they spray yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> they say well, things I, I like, think, God forbid. You know, I, like any true Italian, she's from New York. Oh, uh, okay. oh my God. Yeah. That's yeah. the real deal. Does she use the phrase, God forbid? I use it all the time. Yeah, I know you yeah. do. <laughs> me, me too. Yeah, well, to be honest, I, I usually just have her call me Chris or honey. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> There's a lot of words he doesn't understand because they're in Italian. Yeah. Like the stupida. Well, I hope you guys are doing good. I, I, I hear that uh, there's all kind of uh, festivities going on tonight somewhere regarding uh, trying to get people back to work and whatnot. Yeah. And there's a uh, red alert parade, I guess, downtown with a bunch of red cars. Uh, Murray Sawchuck's having his red Corvette. He's going to be driving yes, it over Yeah. Uh, so. You know, I think uh, uh, my friend David Schulman uh, is kind of uh, spearheading this uh, local version of, of what's going on down there. And, you know, he, he represents the, the guys that people don't see, you know, the, mm -hmm. the stagehands and the, the, the people who sell the tickets and, and do all the costuming and the, the, the tech work. And there's just tens of thousands of people in this industry that, as you guys know, have been, was completely wiped out. And I, I got to be honest, I, I I just feel so bad for so many people right now that are really hurting. And, you know, we got a little situation where uh, apparently our governor uh, doesn't seem as though he wishes to uh, take care of his citizens to, to the degree that I, I think that he should be, because, you know, if we're going to elect an official, their one and only responsibility really is to take care of their own. Right. And and I don't I think it's getting to the point where, as you guys have probably been talking about, the, the consequences of shutting down are now getting to the point where they're becoming more severe than, you know, any scare of the virus, especially after the last couple of days, learning what we have with the new uh, CDC, you know, uh, information that they've released. It's, I think. Yeah, they've yeah, to for, the point where, example, you know, they should start opening realistically, maybe all the bars for fuck's sake. The bars, the small little venues and things like that where the capacity, the the uh, guidelines and whatnot is no different than any restaurant or, or movie theater or airport for that matter. And, and, and so why not, op why not open the bars at least because there's so many bartenders and waitresses and, and cooks and you yeah. know, well, things out there that could be working right now. And it's just, just a tragic and, uh, and, situation. And that was always my, my thought on it from the very beginning even after the two-week thing. I understand the Las Vegas Strip is unique because it's kind of like international waters because we've got so many people coming and going. But the rest of Las Vegas, are you kidding right. me? Like, that whole rest... We survive on bars and restaurants in this town. Those are our coal mines. You can't close those. You know, those have to remain open. All the little places that you can go perform, all the small stages. Okay, I can't go perform over at the Excalibur right now, but I can go perform somewhere else, you know, over at the Red Rock at least, or something along those lines yeah, to sure. where, you know, we can still kind of keep this thing going. It really makes no sense. And talk about unintended consequences. I mean, you read, obviously, you see things on social media. Oh, a bunch of, uh, you know, guys on stage, they can't sing more so no there are a ton of people that go into a production like like your show like your show you know stage hands ticket takers bartenders i myself as a bartender there's so many hands in the pot that if you take away all of them like you are just eliminating 
thousands of jobs and to replace it with what? I'm not going to work at a call center. You know, we're not all going to work at a call center. That, 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 that's not going to work for us. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's Circus Olay people taking desk jobs for yeah, God's sakes. Yeah, that's very true. And I, I would say, without leaning one particular political way or another, I would say to Governor Sisolak, respectfully, of course, what makes you think that we, being people connected to the entertainment field somehow, yeah. what makes you think that we and our employers and the property owners and the people we work for and work with, what makes you think, sir that all of us do not want to open up safely so no one gets sick and yeah, no one dies. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean... Nobody wants to get the virus. No, or, no yeah. one, and no one wants anyone they wor who works for them to get, to get sick. sick. No, yeah. no, one no one wants anyone who they work with to get sick. No one wants a virus floating around their workspace. But we got a lot of smart people in our business, just like in any other business yeah. that's, that's big, you know? And I think that plenty of people we work with and we work for could without a doubt figure out how to open this up and give the economy the activity that it needs and no one will get well, sick well, and, and maybe once it starts getting cooler you know outside maybe there'll be more venues for you to like play might outside be. i and think like, there will I think be that's where you'll start to really start see a little bit of a change i hope so for sure who wants to see carrot top working at wendy's I do. That would be amazing. <laughs> the Wendy's Hamburger Girl. She really does exist. Oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> but uh, we just want to update to see how you're doing, surviving life as a normal person. You know, I'm eager to go back to do what we love doing so much. And for the sake that, you know, I'm such a tremendous fan of Las Vegas and I used to come here back in the mid-70s thinking that this was my version of Disneyland that I wanted to not only live in but become part of the fabric of this community and become that ultimate, that Vegas guy, whatever that was. And, you know, I think that a lot of people share my opinion when I say that entertainment is kind of the soul and the personality of what the city was based on in the first place. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think when you take that out, it's kind of like taking the nucleus out of the soul. You, lo you lose the the like i said the, the personality of the city where people could come from all over the world to do things here they can't do at home and now it's kind of a city where you anything you have here you can do at home so it's not right special. it's making us boring <laughs> so you know i think we need to we need to get the soul back in the city right well right. something about that i think that soul that chris is referring to is uh something about taking risks you know, I think yes, Vegas, yes, Vegas, yeah. Vegas has always been that way. If, yeah, if, exactly. for, if no other place, Vegas has been that one major metropolitan area of the country that is going to be more risky than anywhere else. Yeah. And innovate more than anywhere yeah, else. I mean, and, $2 shrimp cocktail. I'm taking a risk. Right. <laughs> this could go south I'm real take, quick. I've yeah. taken that risk a few times. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll tell you, when I came here 15 years ago, I came here with kind of an agenda and a mission, which was very simple, and that was to keep the maverick spirit alive and well in the greatest city in the world. And I think that's what the city, like you were pointing out, was based on when Howard Hughes, this maverick, came out to this, this desert oasis and said, I have a vision. Since then, a lot of people have come here with a vision, and one of which, uh, you know, the, the big names over time, Howard Hughes and Kirk Corian, 
Steve Wynn, and now you got guys like Derek Stevens who are literally single-handedly transforming downtown into a badass place to go. Yeah, the right. Circa. They're going to be opening yeah. up the Circa Hotel in a couple months, and let me tell you, I've had a tour, and holy mother, this thing is going to make downtown the shit. With it's an age restriction, ass. which I love. You know, 21 wow. and over. Oh, is there really? I didn't yeah. know that. Wow. So even It'll be opening October 28th, and then their major grand openings in late December, but let me tell you, you're going to see things that this a property has to offer that are going to blow people away that are not easily amazed by. <laughs> Can't wait. I love it when a new hotel opens. Well, that, I love it. And one of the cool things he did was he bought, I can't remember her name, he bought the Glitter Gulch Girl, and <laughs> she's going to be in the casino. Like, he bought that the old correct. Vegas sign. Oh, wow, funny. really? Okay. And I love it's, that it's stuff. Right, like, it's, cool. yeah. it's, right in the middle of, it's right in the middle of the casino. I don't want to get too much. I'm not allowed to talk about things. Yeah. No, right no. in the middle of the casino, and, it, and it's alive, and <laughs> she's alive and well and looking better than ever. Yeah. Great. I, I, like, I thought you were actually going to say he bought the actual Glitter girl, Gulch Girl. She's behind glass. Yeah. She's smoking. Yeah. She's mummified. Right. She's like Walt but, Disney on ice. But, but, <laughs> like the lions at the MGM Grand. You know? They froze her. <laughs> but but that's like one of the... Han Solo. That's one of, yeah, right. He's a plastic car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that, 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 that's such a genius idea because a lot of people kind of turned away from that old Vegas stuff. It's like, no, that's cool Vegas stuff. Everybody like, loves that, that shit. Everyone yeah. loves yeah. it. Yeah. Everyone loves it, but no one on the strip seems to get it. I mean, like, I, you know, I've, I've yeah. played more you know, weddings. I've played more weddings at, at the Neon Museum. Yes. That I think almost anywhere, any of the five diamond hotels in yeah. town, just because people want to see those it, old school I, signs. I was yeah. proposed to at the Neon Museum. Wow. Because, I, like, I love Vegas I took so it, much. And, I took engagement yeah. photos at the Did Neon you? Museum. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's so cool to do it. It was a homeless yeah. dude that proposed to her. But yeah, yeah, it was but behind a dumpster. <laughs> but he had money taco that day. Plant. <laughs> and it was an onion ring, but it was okay. Hey. I got some bling, all right? Yeah. It was a piece of the barbed wire <laughs> from the back fence of Get the property. Get out of here. Please. But, uh, Chris, we want to thank you for calling in, man. Well, I appreciate you thanking of me. This is the closest thing to Boys Night Out in months. Thanks. Aw. <laughs> well, I have a shot for you. <laughs> Chris, Chris, this, this city needs you. This city loves you. Every musician who's ever worked with you loves you. Every audience member who's ever seen you loves you. And uh, let's get back to business ASAP. What do you say? What I, I he needs to pay his bill. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just shed a tear, or, or, or I need a cocktail, or a cigarette after what you just said, my friend. Or, or he shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I I know that we're going through some bad times, and when we come back, it's going to be incredible and. And I got to tell you, uh, and this is about as much as I can say about it, but when Zoe Bowie kind of comes back on the scene, uh, it's going to be doing something that is uh, something a bit more proud of than anything I've done in 25 years. Drag show is about the it's, only it's, thing you haven't it's done. Not some, it's not just something <laughs> for myself or the venue. It's something to, uh, in essence, act on a national level to bring people back to Las Vegas, and I can't wait. Awesome. Can't awesome. Wait. Yay. All right. Well, thanks, buddy. You guys rule. It was nice talking to you. Hope to see you all soon. Take care, buddy. Take care, Chris. Give it up for Chris Phillips, everybody. Awesome. Yay. Zoe Bowie. Come on. Stage names, Jay. That guy's an an incredible, uh, easily one of the best entertainers I've ever seen, let alone worked with or worked the Four. fact that he starts at 11 o'clock at night and goes till almost 4 a.m. Yeah. It's just, and with like 
hardly stopping. He takes like a 30 minute break his, and it's like. His energy is absolutely insane. incredible. Yeah. I think I saw him years ago at, at the Bellagio. Did he used to perform there in that yeah, lounge? I, I know very briefly that band, long before me. Like a long time per, ago. Performed at the. At Bally's the, uh, used to do fun, a lot. You remember the Fontana yeah. Bar? Okay, the Fontana yeah, Bar. I, that's, I, I that's had a gig in there at the time. Did I was you? pretty new here, but I remember the hotel people talking about how they were going to bring him in. And I'd only ever seen him at the Red Rock because that's where I That's lived. where I've seen him at the yeah. Red Rock, yeah. And the one time or two times I saw him just being a fan of that hotel and liking to, like, you know, liking to have dinner there and stuff, yeah. I thought, this motherfucker's some of the best I've ever seen, yeah. dude. I've seen him Like, before, easily yeah. as good as any entertainer on the Strip. And let me tell you something. There are three places where you can perform live in this country to any given extent. This is for comedians and musicians, I yeah. think. There's either Broadway, you know, New York, sure. Hollywood, yeah. or here. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So if if he if he's that good in the in the company of entertainers that is here, then he's one of the best in America. Yeah. You know what'd be cool is after we get out of this. It would be cool if Las Vegas, because you know we did kind of get fat on on a lot of the some of the entertainment that we had, like some of the national acts that we had here. Yeah. If we kind of went back to the like, the smaller scale, but just like the really good like lounge acts. Well, I like uh, that. I like I that stuff I think that'd be too. really cool. And I think that it'd be cool to see like Lady Gaga do a lounge act. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. an old school nineteen nope. forties lounge act. She does kind of do that. She does it with her trumpet player right. right her trumpet player who's also her uh, musical director band leader but, Brian but i mean Newman. i don't i don't want her to do her other show just, right just, oh, okay. just, just that the, yeah but uh, but yeah. i guess i guess what i'm saying is i mean you're gonna have those big artists you're gonna have those big shows because we have some world-class venues especially now with allegiant stadium opening which sure. my god what a gem that thing's gonna be right um but it would be cool vegas kind of did take it back a little bit to the old lounge kind of stuff we don't need any more arenas no no yeah. stop no, I, that well they, i agree they, they, it's going up that i i flew by that that sphere is going up oh yeah. i know that you know, but i'm just saying we don't, up, we don't it, need any that, more. They, right. they probably said that when when just thomas and mac was here and they were building mgm grand yeah, yeah. yeah. they probably said that, oh no 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 we don't have room for another arena yeah. they said that about t-mobile sure you know but the trend, okay, so the entertainment economy in this town was something I paid attention to a lot. Yeah. And I got to tell you, uh, a lot of people were saying that it was cooking hotter than anything they'd seen in 20, 30, 40 years. Like, uh -huh. like leading up to the COVID thing, guys I know in the business, I'm this is just anecdotal. Yeah, sure. I know. But yeah. listen, I talked to hundreds of these guys, sure. right? Everybody was saying, man, I am so bu I have never been this busy. I can't get subs because everybody's working. Right. I can't. I don't have anybody to cover the gigs that I got. I'm turning down work. And we were all just just slammed. Man. Well, that's what you get for showing up. Yeah, I guess so. Brag, brag, brag. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, COVID shuts everything down. But in those years where everything was cooking, we saw, I think, a trend the other comedians were telling me that comedy clubs were on the rise yeah, in town. Yeah, definitely. Right? A we lot. saw a trend getting away from the midgets and tights and the Cirque du Soleil and all this other... And I say that as a, C, a Cirque du Soleil what employee. Right. Um, you know, we're getting away from that. Big national acts were coming back into town and sitting down and doing residencies. Every other week we looked and there was some 
either legendary rocker or big pop act like Gaga or Bruno Mars that was coming and signed a deal with a big yeah. hotel and was yeah. going to do 58 shows in the next year. And they were working at the same time. Shania Twain over here and Rod Stewart over there and yeah. Celine here and James Taylor there. And all these people would have a gig on the same fucking night and they would all be sold out, yeah. man. Yeah. You know? And I, I worked a couple nights. I remember I worked like that. I worked the Eagles concert. Yeah. Bar Bartending? Yeah. And I, I remember coming out of At that. MGM Grand? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, incredible concert. Yeah, I bet. Um, but I remember coming out, and there was like two or three concerts going on. There was something going on at T-Mobile. I had never seen the city buzzing and so there's much. A, and there's a fight at T-Mobile. Yeah, it was and wild. Right. You know, it was like the epicenter of and entertainment. The pool, you know, and CES is going on, and the World Championship of Billiards is going on at the Riviera. I mean, driving up that street, and, uh, I get emotional talking about it. And, driving yeah. up that street on it's a Saturday not, that night. That might not the right. same. And, 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 just and, like, and to circle back with our governor, like, do you know how many governors would kill to have a street like that? Yeah, exactly. And you're, and you're just gonna, you want, you want, you like you a really dead end road. What do you want like your tombstone that. to say? Yeah. Like, uh, you killed Vegas? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's the Yoko Ono of Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we're working Vegas on Vegas. <laughs> we're merging Yoko Ono can and you write that down as the? Can you write that down as the title of the Yokolak. 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 You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Hashtag Yokolak sucks. Yokolak. Yokolak. I love it. That's High five. Y O K O L A K. That's awesome. That is the title of today. Nobody turns. Is that the title of the show, Jake? Yeah, that's He's the title Yoko of the show. Yoko Ono There's nothing funnier than that. Yoko Lack. Yeah. I shall not top that. <laughs> the analogy of Governor of Nevada Steve Sisolak to Yoko Ono's relationship to the Beatles. Wow. Yoko Lack. That's oh awesome. Yeah. Hey, you guys back to work yet? Nope. Not We've out. been Yoko Lack. Yeah, <laughs> You've been Yoko Lack. Yeah. The fact that you can use it as an adjective. Yeah, yeah. We can use it anything. Yeah. Verb, noun. Yeah. <laughs> I took a Yokolak in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, my Yokolak's killing me. I was a little me. constipated, yeah. so I took some yeah, Yokolak, yeah, and now yeah, I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. drop a couple of Yokolaks <laughs> off at the pool. Right. <laughs> we might go around back behind the studio here and smoke a little Yokolak. I'm going to go home, and I'm going to beat the living hell out of my Yokolak. <laughs> Yokolak. My truck's kind of running funny. I think it's low on Yokolak fluid. <laughs> so you want to hear this crazy thing that happened to me this week? And I don't think you guys could even relate to this ever. But <laughs> because of COVID, I was escorted out of my gynecologist's office. Oh, you posted Whoa. about this? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't yes. see this. What, yeah. ha what happened? Okay. You didn't so, wear panties? <laughs> you're Still in the you're, stirrups. You're not supposed to wear panties. Um, um, actually, it was because I brought my son with me to the appointment. Uh-oh. And they, like, he had a mask on, everything. The whole room was, like, empty for, uh -oh. like, the waiting room or whatever. And she's like, well, it's just the doctor and what he thinks, and he just doesn't want children in the office. And I'm like, well, where is he supposed to go? Yeah. Like, we know how this works. He like, wants to know where yeah. he came from. Yeah, I'm like, you, well, I can't put him back in. All right. He's got to come here with me. I don't know what to tell you. Right. And she was like, I'm sorry. This is just how it is. So I'm thinking in my head as a doctor, does he know more than me that children who don't have COVID carry it? 
you know, more than others? Yeah, like, sure. Is it a chi- children yeah, care? Yeah, you were actually wondering, like, like, what's the danger here? Yeah, you deliver children. You know there's a bunch of single moms. Yeah, you deal right. with them every day. Right. So they were like, no, you have to wait another month now. And I'm like, well, my son's with me all the time. And she's like, well, get a babysitter then. And then they started hauling. Bitch. Yeah, and they started hauling me out. And I'm like, is this because I don't have a vagina scented candle? <laughs> this is why! <laughs> <laughs> this is why! <laughs> wow. I bet you got uh, yeah. I, I bet you got cause to sue that damn doctor if you wanted to. I wouldn't because I know like he's I he's been my doctor for many years and, and he, he has it. really good sized fingers. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thanks. See, <laughs> no. treats are good. No, but he delivered my son. That's where I was going with this, Jay. Oh, but okay. I mean, it's just unfortunate. I can't even get like normal health care. You know, he could have sat. He could have sat in the waiting room by himself with his iPad. They, there's the glass. They could watch him. Right. Like I'm not being a bad mom. He's by himself. I don't understand. Right. I was at the doctor the other day, and uh, there, yeah, they, there were they, there were two people in the waiting room waiting for patients besides me that were in there, actually. Yeah. Why would that be a problem? Because he's a child? Is that what she said? She just said he didn't want children in the office, and it's like you're a gynecologist. You you bring children into this world. Like what? It- Maybe he's worried that children will bring in. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, does he know more than the rest that children are, you know, carriers of this, you know, more than adults? You would think he would. I mean, I don't know. So that's what kind of made me worry. But at the same time, I was angry and started yelling that they were discriminating. That's a little little prejudicial. Sorry. Because I didn't have the candle scented (laughs) vagina thing like Gwyneth. So, whatever. I'll be there. I'll be there next month on fire. Hopefully not on my vagina. <laughs> yeah, that's called gonorrhea. Yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> Doctor Yokolak. Yeah, Doctor Yokolak. My vagina is on fire. It's not on fire, but it does hurt when I pee. Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> tell me to put zip fizz on it. Doctor, <laughs> stop swiping right, Doctor. Yeah, exactly. Doctor, may I have another refill of the ten milligram Yokolactins, please? <laughs> Yokolactins. <laughs> so great. Him and his lesbian haircut. <laughs> I, I don't get how that's funny. I mean, maybe I'm a dumb shit, but I don't get why that haircut is a lesbian haircut. I thought lesbians had mullets. Not all of them. Or they were so, supposed to. Not of course, all not all of them, but... Just the yokalactic ones. Yeah. <laughs> don't ruin my joke. Yeah. Okay, you want to be invited back? Laugh. Sorry. All right. Laugh. <laughs> Laugh. Oh, Laugh. lesbian <laughs> haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guy. <laughs> Sorry, I just fucked up. See you next it, Tuesday. I just, yeah. I, I see, just shot that poor Tuesday. bastard down, man. Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, waiting on Murray. I think he's uh, getting ready to take part. Murray Sawchuck. Can I tell you something pr- else that happened to me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't involve my vagina, though. Uh, so. That's no, unfortunate. No, forget it. Feels Never mind. Never mind. Dan, what'd you do this week? I'm just kidding. Okay. So I don't know if I'm like overly stressed or not, but like when I fall asleep at night, I keep abruptly waking up to hearing three knocks on my door, like on my front door. Uh-huh. And it scares me to death. And I just wake up and I'm like, what? But I swear I hear it. Mm-hmm. So, so this happened like quite a few times. So I Googled it and it said that it's the sign of a demon knocking on your door because they're trying to, the three knocks symbolizes the Holy Trinity. Oh, Father, Son, wow. Holy Spirit? Yeah, I shit. My pants wow, when really? I heard that. Like, I, when I read that, I was like, oh, my God. So you're, he- you're hearing it in lifetime or in your dreams? 
I'm, I, it's but like I'm waking up because I actually hear it. She still she still probably has has one foot in the dream and yeah half and, awake. You know that that happens to me sometimes when I wake up in the morning. I'll still think I'm in a dream. Yeah, but constantly over and over again, and it's like it sounds exactly like what it sounds like when you knock on my front door, and I'm like, I like wake up and like I'm looking around and I'm like I go downstairs to look, you know, peep through the hole. Yeah, but. I don't know. I think you need to get a priest in there. You think? I immediately <laughs> contacted my friend who, like, is a preacher. And uh -huh. I was like, what is this about? And then he Googled it, and he's like, oh, my God. So he's like, you have to say a prayer. <laughs> and you got to light you that should, vagina candle. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you that's should, why I have to start, start light lighting vagina, vagina candle, candles around the house. Say a prayer. You know, you know, when they actually, when the Catholic Church actually has to exorcise something, when they actually perform, yeah. Yeah. which they still can. Yeah, they right? do. They have to run that all the way up the flagpole of the Vatican to the Pope himself yeah. to get huh. permission for, for that. Yeah. And he gets barraged with requests for those things, really? apparently. Like, so, like, if I made a request to have these demons, they would... Well, it would go to whatever Catholic parish you, okay. you belong to, and yeah. then he would go to his bishop, which is the bishop of the entire state of Nevada. Mm -hmm. Then there's a cardinal for this region of the country, and then there's the American oh, representative man. of the Vatican. The, I'll let the demons just get me at this point. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a lot of paperwork and time that I don't save, have. Save well, that. it's a Catholic church, so if it's really terrible, chances are they'll cover it up. <laughs> get it? Save that thought. We've got... Anthony Cools. Oh, sweet. Calling in right now. See what he's been up to. Crazy Jay. What's going on? <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? I'm living the dream, of course. <laughs> Still? Of course. <laughs> he even answers the phone cool. Do you hear three <laughs> knocks at your door after your dream? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> During your dream. Yeah. So uh, I'm living the dream. How are you? Uh, how are you surviving the lockdown? Now, last time we talked to you, you were doing some plumbing around the house. <laughs> Say that one more time. I said the last time we spoke to you, you were doing some plumbing around your house. Yeah, I'm. I'm master. I'm. I'm a master plumber now. Master. <laughs> and uh, you've gained. You've gained some more pets. No, I've had my peacocks and my chicken officially a year, though. Okay. <laughs> peacocks. So it's official. Peacocks. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And uh, Ann Margaret the Chicken has an Instagram page. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. He has a yes, chicken she... named Ann Margaret? Yeah. Now that's an entertainer, man. That's <laughs> awesome. And, and Well, my peacocks is Liberace, Elvis, Frankie, and Dean. So. Oh, that's so cool. That. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He named all his pets after headliners. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Anthony, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. My, my peacocks and my chicken quite appreciate their names, I think. Oh. <laughs> that's awesome. Do they know their names if you call them? Uh, I do know their names. Anne Margaret definitely comes to me. She's definitely the smarter one out of the, out of the five birds. She's definitely the smartest. She's a cuddle bug, though. So, you know, when she sees me, well, they all come running towards me when they see me. But I think the peacocks, because that's the thing that has the food. Go to it. Yeah, right. Where, <laughs> Anne, <laughs> where Anne Margaret's more like, dude, pick me up, please. Please just pick me up. Right. I'm Ann Margaret. I don't want to walk. Carry, yeah. carry, carry me. me. Exactly. exactly. So, so is this chicken Ann Margaret also a triple threat? The chicken can sing, dance, and act. Well, I know she can definitely act. As far as singing, she'll sing to. I, I'm pretty sure I can get her to sing to you right now if we really put our mind to it. <laughs> 
she is just an absolute ball of joy. <laughs> so uh, are, are you uh, taking part in the celebrations downtown for the uh, Red Alert? I, uh, I'm not taking part, you know, physically down there, but my house is glowing red right now. All my palm trees are glowing red right now. I'm about to take some pictures and get a little bit darker and, of course, post the cause. Uh, Marcel, the guy that uh, organized this whole thing, is a buddy of mine for 30 years. And, of course, I'm going to support him and I'm going to support all the entertainment community here in Las Vegas, count on it a thousand percent. But uh, as far as going down there, I, no, I, I don't have anybody really go down there with, so I just sort of said, nah, I'm just going to watch the live stream. That'll be good. That'll be good. Yeah, yeah. and that way I, I, I can see all the facilities from, you know, coast to coast, see what's happening. Can you use your magical powers and just let the governor think that it's, everything's fine and we can open <laughs> back up? No, because you can't hypnotize stupid. Ah, nice. <laughs> if it was only that easy, you know. Oh, hold on. My alarm clock is going off right now saying, oh, Crazy Jay's going to call you. I said, okay, well, fine. Here we go. All better. But no, things are good. Um, I, I feel terrible for how, like, I was a lucky guy, you know. I mean, I put uh, all my eggs in different baskets and, Axe Monkeys is, is doing better now than it's ever done, which is kind of mind-blowing. Um, I, I don't know, under, I don't understand that. I think it's probably because of lack of options to do, but, like, I mean, Axe Monkeys was doing great before COVID. <laughs> we had to shut down mandatory, and then we reopened up again. And it's or they're just practicing amazing. how to throw an axe really good when the time comes, they're going to be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got a boot camp going. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But, you know, it's just a fun activity to do is on top of that. And my print company has expanded. You know, we were just doing wide format printing. Now we're doing all sorts of printing. We do, you know, everything from we can print flip-flops, uh, custom shot glasses, T-shirts, mugs, with like all that other stuff, too. So that's expanded, which is going great as well. Um, and as far as the show is concerned, you know, I'm hoping for maybe spring next year to return to the stage. Maybe. Wow. Wow, that's still a long way away. <laughs> we, got, we got like two more seasons to get through. <laughs> this is the problem with my show and in any other hypnosis show in town is it is full contact with uh -huh. audience participation. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, he's always band, got people you can put on up stage. plexiglass and you can you know, separate your audience and the show will go on. But as far as the hypnosis show, I, I refuse to um, de destroy the integrity of the show and destroy the integrity of the comedy by using gloves and masks and, and things like that. It's just not going to happen. Um, I'll, I'll be fine. Um, I don't know about the other hypnosis shows in town, but I'll, I'll be fine, and um, I'm hoping they will be too. But, uh, yeah, spring, I think, is a realistic thing. You know, when I'll open up again when the mega clubs open up again, and, and basically COVID is a thing of the past. Yeah. Anthony, I have a, I have a question about your show, if I may. Sure. Um, how many people on any given Saturday night did your show usually employ? Well, it's always been the same amount of people employed. It's irrelevant of how many people are in the audience. It's basically myself doing the show. My stage assistant, Christina Corey, who's been with us eight years, she's doing sound and lights and stage production on stage. One union okay. representative at the back who does the video shooting and okay. one usher. So that's my that's the whole cast of the show five so people it doesn't really matter what night of the week it is it's, it's and it's one of the reasons the show has survived for 16 years at the paris and will probably survive another 16 years is the fact that i have such a low overhead i created my own marketing company and i use my own marketing company to market the show and i've got very very little overhead i think my break even 
is like 16 tickets or something like that. I have to sell the break. Well, that's, night, so, that's Anthony. You know. That's exactly why I asked. I asked because on this show recently, it's come up a few times about how these large and much more expensive productions uh, are unfortunately closing be, be, you know, for reasons of cost or, or whatever else. And there are a whole other bunch of very small and very, very lean shows that will, in fact, survive this. Even if those shows got criticized for not having great production in the past, they are now able to survive a worldwide pandemic and come back to playing in Las Vegas every night. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's exactly it. And, and that's the reason why we survived the crash in 2010. And that's exactly the reason why we survived day to day. Right. Because keeping the overhead to a minimal. And I've got great partners, too. You know, the Paris Casino has been phenomenal, uh, you know, making sure that the show is doing fantastic. They've always been behind me for 16 years. And that's great. That's also the rare. Partners, the new partners, you know, it, having having a, a good casino behind you and not having to rely on you know, uh, ticket brokers out there with these ridiculous commissions and things like that, selling your tickets. And there's some changes going on that I'll talk to you guys about, you know, off the air that I don't really want to talk about on the air. Um, but there's some other big changes going on in town. I've heard rumors that a bunch of very small shows are going to be shut down permanently as well. And I think it's, uh, once again, an overhead issue. Wow. Wow. Well, we we just hope uh, we get back to normal, not this new normal. Let's go back to the old normal. Yeah. If if, if there won't be a new normal, or if we won't go back to the old normal, I will just simply retire. Um, I do not want to destroy the integrity of the show. I will not destroy the integrity of the show. My last shows at Paris were gangbusters, uh, audience eating things up, and just it was one. It was a great week to end the career on. And if, if that's what how how it happens, then that's how it how it happens. I'm 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 very content leaving the stage if I have to, because I will not conform to this new normal crap. It's just not going to happen. I think I think these. Uh, this thing has been blown out of proportion now with the CDC reports coming in. And, you know, it's, it's 6% of the deaths that they originally uh, reported, less than 10,000 deaths in the state or in the in the country. And actually, flu is higher than COVID kills. Um, I think that the whole thing has been blown drastically out of proportion. And I think that after November, things will settle back down to the old normal. Yeah, I hope so. I hope you're right, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, me too. I really do. It's either that or we're all fucked. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. He's right. Let's hope not. He's right. <laughs> yeah. So It's either that or the other. Well, Anthony, I want to thank you for calling in, and uh, hopefully we see each other soon. You know what? You guys stay uh, stay happy, okay? Absolutely. Stay safe. Thanks, Anthony. And, You're one of the best in the business, man. Oh, guys, you guys have fun, and uh, light her up red. All right, buddy. Bye. Bye. All right, give it up for Anthony Cools. Yeah. He really cool is for, name. for his for his little brand of of uh, his little corner of of show business. You know, <laughs> he does so much. I mean, he like I didn't know I didn't know anything about hypnosis or anything like that before I saw him. And yeah. once I saw him, so I he mean, owns the Axe Monkey, the thing where yeah, you throw those. That's th- him. And I yeah. thought they had like a escape room attached to that too at some point. They, uh, it's, uh, it's Smash Room. It's a Smash Room. Smash oh, a Smash Room. They go in there and you can take like a TV. That you can break shit. Yeah. Your computers that go down on you every day. You can go yeah, in there and that would be amazing. I would love to do that too, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a nice 70 inch TV that my son <laughs> cracked that we can put in there. And we well, gotta take be, a, uh, actually, actually, can we just hang the mic? 
mics and you can bring that TV in here yeah, and we'll we can beat it. it up on the show. Can That'd we do that? Awesome. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, everybody. We'll be right back.
One of the uh, shortest breaks we've ever had, everybody. Have to uh, break in because uh, we've got the one and only Murray Sodchuk on the phone line. I think I hung up on it. Cool again, Tennant. There you are. Hey, Jay, what's up? What's up, buddy? How's life? Uh, not as good as you're doing. You were in, You just got back from British Columbia. Yeah, Vancouver, Canada. Spent yeah. three weeks there at 78 degrees and uh, no, barely no, any no, COVID. So it was, was like, it was like 2019. No sign of the COVID. <laughs> no, it's just pretty awesome up there. Yeah, the but, cases are very, very low. So Yeah. So uh, you're on uh, you're on your way to uh, be a part of the Red Alert uh, parade. I'm in it. Yeah, I'm in the parade right now. We're just pulling out of town center uh, here in Vegas, right on the uh, Strip, and we're all going to go down to the Plaza Hotel, which is downtown Fremont. And there's probably a good I don't know maybe 80 cars in line here. So, but yeah, it's kind of good. It's kind of important to support a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though people are frustrated, what's going on? You know, um, I think it's important to be um, relevant and be a part of things sometimes, especially if it's a good protest and positive, you know what I mean? So Right. No uh, no burning anything down? <laughs> Not today, unless my engine catches on <laughs> fire because we're going tomorrow. through that end flow, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any uh, any word of uh, when you'll be uh, hitting the stage? No, we're hoping in October, because September, you know, mid-September, another week or so, week and a half, um, Tropicana opens where my show is at. So we're kind of open for October, you know, because my show at stand-up comedy, one, two people on stage, and we can, you know, socially distance the audience and make it a, a safe experience for our guests, which is kind of the idea, you know? So I kind of hope they pass a band like in Canada and they have in Sweden where groups of 50 or less can still get together and do a show or do whatever. You know, this, this you can have food um, with a band um, and watch a show, but you can't just have drinks and watch a band, I think is bullshit, unfortunately. Either shut everything down or open up equally, whether you're eating a hot dog or stuck on a drink. It shouldn't make a difference. You know right. what I mean? You're still sitting beside people. It has nothing to do with health. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, or it does have to do with health. So it's, that's my problem on that. Like, either shut it all down. Or, and I've flown, you know, a lot this last three or four months, and I'm sitting, you know, inches beside somebody I'd never get close to, but you're stuck on a plane. Well, they say, you know, they say planes are essential. I guess it is, but what, we can drive across the country in our own cars. We, can, we did that for years, and, you know, wagons and horses. So if we really want to be safe about it, you know, ground the planes and we can take a horse, wagon, car, walk, whatever. If you really want to be safe, if it's that deadly. Yeah, exactly. And we all assume That's a my certain argument. amount of risk when we go out to do anything. Whenever we get into a car, whenever we decide to walk on a sidewalk of a busy street, we're constantly assessing risk. When we go out to eat, when Always. we go out to see a band or a show on the strip or whatever. We're, we're the, Always. The government thinks that they can just, with blanket policy, you know, mitigate everyone's risk, and and individuals are so snowflakey and so different from one to the next, and everybody's situation's going to be different, and that's why it's not working and seems so upside down, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, I always said, and this is, a, you know, this is another, it's something that would probably start arguments with people, but I go, you know, like what you just said, you said it, everyone takes a risk no matter what, you know what I mean? I said, well, and ban alcohol, because that's, the cause of more drinking, driving, loss of life right. than what COVID's doing. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable. You stop drinking, and then you're not going to have STDs probably as much. You're not going to have as many babies. You're not going to have many car accidents. You're not going to have many bar fights. You know what I mean? If you want to play that game of, you know, risk assessment on what you do with your life or what you should do. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things where you just got to well, they tried back to, and kind of have patience. The, the government tried to ban 
alcohol in this country, and it resulted in the worst murder record in American <laughs> history. <laughs> you know? Hey, we're in the roaring 20s, 20s again. Yeah. 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 2020. That period was more violent than modern-day Baltimore or Chicago, you know? Yeah. And they have speakeasies all over the place, you know, at that time, and underground bars and everything back in the day, you know. So and I hear, that, is, I, I hear that's what's going on in New York City right now. I hear that that word just got around, that there were these speakeasy places down underground in basements and things like that where you can go and you can have a drink. You can even watch a band. Everything's done in cash, everything off the books, everything <laughs> out from under yep. the eyes of the government. I think that's amazing. It actually sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, after a while. You know, why not? What the hell? You know, I mean, you only live once. And as long as you're safe and you're not harming anyone else, um, that's the main thing. You know, so, I don't know. I think, there's, I think you know, things need to be sorted out a little better right now because I see a lot of other countries doing it right, you know, and we're a massive country. Um, so people always look at the states and go, oh, my God, look how infected we are. I said, yeah, but have you noticed our population? You know, 10 times Canada, 10 times Australia. You know what I mean? So it's a whole different ballgame, you know what I mean? So... Well, I mean, it's uh, it's uh, amazing. Are you lighting up your house red? Um, I'm no. I'm just in my red '73 Corvette right now, driving down Las Vegas Boulevard nice. to spray. So I've seen that car. I would have done it, but because I'm not home in that, we decided to you know participate in this right now. You know, so yeah. Well, uh, always uh, always a good time talking to you. We got a I don't know. We'll do lunch soon or something. Sure, that sounds great. Well, thanks for having me on, buddy. Always a pleasure, and uh, anytime you want me back, I'm always always here for you. All right, buddy. Thanks, Murray. Take thanks, care, man. you guys. Have a good evening. All right, be yeah. safe. Take care, buddy. Bye. Yo, Murray, talk to everybody. Such a good another, show today. Another really great performer, man. Really great. I've actually shared a stage with that guy for three different charity events. There were nice. three, three separate events. Does he do and, comedy? Uh, I, huh? He's a magician. He's a, oh, said, yeah, uh, yeah, he's a magician. Okay. Yeah. Comedy magician. Yeah, okay. he is. Yeah, no, his act is pretty hilarious too, man. But uh, nice guy, super great performer, really adaptable, like to different situations, yeah. which other guys in his situation are not. He bought my dad a wheelchair. What can I say? Yeah, Aww. that's pretty oh, nice. That's, oh, that's that wow, awesome. really? Yeah, yeah he, I didn't know he did that. Yeah, he's good buddies with my dad. Way to go, Murray. Yeah. <laughs> is and he? It, it, hold on, is he friends with Larry or, or Charles? Larry. Oh, <laughs> he hasn't had the privilege of meeting <laughs> Charles. Charles. He hasn't met Charles, huh? <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, let's get back to that break. We'll be right back.
To the Rock and Comedy oh, Show. It's going to be amazing because we've got a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Here we go. Haven't oh, played no. a game in a while, so uh, let's do it. Let's start with this one. Let's figure out what year it is.
a song in there you didn't know everybody everybody's heads were bobbing God, uh-huh. 70s j dog doing That's the math so she can figure out what here <laughs> on my hands she's moving she's doing moving decimals and <laughs> yeah, dividing ca- by two yeah she's carrying the one, carrying Qua- one. quadratic <laughs> equations uh right. there is not a song either. even disco duck you leave it on you know that, that was uh that was, it was a big hit for Rick that was quite the lineup yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot of great, lot of great music. In oh that, in man, that people period, were just getting man. high and just you know they had vans. They had vans with wizards painted on the side. Back sides. in the day when we were allowed to be in groups and have yeah. fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, back in yeah. the day be- after the birth control pill, but before AIDS. Remember the how? Days. Remember how everybody thought 2019 sucked? Yeah, yeah. yeah they had no, no idea. They had no idea this was coming. This is the black chicklet of uh, of, of years. Right the here. black yeah. chicklet. Yeah, the, the black chick. I don't know why you got to be racist about it. <laughs> I hate licorice. I do. <laughs> oh, man. That is awesome. Yeah. I uh, I've always wanted one of those vans. Like, you know, I have, like, the nice carpet the, in the back. The, you the know? mystery van. Yeah. yeah you know, it's got the curtains. Well, With Dan, there would be no mystery. There would be yeah. no mystery. You know exactly what you're getting. No, I, I, We're going to Pound I Town. Got, I got one of those vans. It's the, it's the, I, live, I, I, I got one of those they vans. They don't call it shag carpeting for nothing. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> come on, baby. Don't be uptight. You'd be like, come on, baby. You're about to get yoga left. <laughs> oh, no. But seriously, those were aw- those vans were awesome. Come yeah. on out to the parking lot and see my Yokelac on wheels. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is your only chance because it's illegal for me to park next to a school or a park. Right. <laughs> All right, J9, what year do you think it is? Okay, I'm going <laughs> to... You saw me do the math <laughs> on my fingers. I'm she had an abacus on, ladies. I'm going to go with 82. 82. Okay, this is the 70s. So I got to go 1974. All right. That's exactly what I also said. All right. Well, you're close. Ah, 73. Uh, 1976. Really? Oh. Yeah. I was trying to work the Aerosmith math. I can't remember what that because Dream Out was our first hit, but... I knew it was somewhere in that ballpark. Damn. Yeah, 1976. Just like the last time I played this game, there, there was... <laughs> One song in that medley 
where I played in the band on yeah. tour, and still I didn't know. Still didn't get it right. You played yeah. Disco Duck. Well, who is which, the one who did? Which means only one thing. What's that? Now it's time for the top five songs. Solid gold. Get ready and let's see how you do. That's right. We've got the top five songs of 1976. I'm gonna play those top five songs in a random order. You have to figure out which one was number one, all the way to number five. Here we go. from Wings. Five songs that were played were uh, this one here. Play that funky music. Really love to see you tonight. Fly, Robin, fly. Silly love song. And afternoon delight. She's not doing so much math this time. Okay. Not really. <laughs> it didn't work for me the last time. <laughs> Are we ready? I'm ready. Yeah. J9, what do you got for number five? Um, the, the See You Tonight song? That's what really I got. Like really love tonight. to see you tonight. You yeah. have that as number five? Yes. All right. What do you have? The, that song. The he's, same one? Yeah. He's cheating. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have Fly, Robin, Fly. And number five is Really Love to See You Tonight. All right. Yeah, look at us. <laughs> Woohoo. Yeah. Good tune, though. It is a good tune. This song goes out to my ghoster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, really? I'm just kidding. Brother, you need to hit this chick up. 
All right. <laughs> I'm kidding. She's got that whap going. What no, I don't. <laughs> Stop. What do we have for number four? <laughs> Dan? Uh, I've got an afternoon. To, no, I've got uh, Fly Robin Fly. All right. I got Fly Eagles Fly. <laughs> I know it's wrong. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Jersey. Uh-huh. Eagles fan. I, I had really loved to see you tonight, which is obviously incorrect. It's Fly Robin Fly. Look at us. Uh, Woo. Uh, uh, Just uh, Dan's uh. mind over there. <laughs> Or his paper, one or the other. <laughs> so there it is. All right, what do we have for number three? This Matt. Is... Oh, boy. Okay, I had wings. You had wings. I got afternoon delight. You had that as number five. No, I didn't. No, he didn't. Oh, I'm, yeah, okay, yeah. afternoon delight. I have I, that I love you song. The I love wings. you wings. Oh. oh. Oh! Fuck, I had that as number one. Really? Uh, me too. Yeah, I, I na- put that as yeah, number no, one. Yeah, we were all wrong. I did too, man. I did Damn too. it. <laughs> all right, so uh, J9, what do you have for uh, number two? Um, Afternoon Delight. I've got uh, I Love You, uh, the wing song. Afternoon Delight. Okay. <laughs> Is that the I Love You song? Or no, it's Afternoon, afternoon Delight. Oh, so I was right on that one? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Right, and of course, that means number one is Wings with Silly Love Songs. Wow, I'm glad he got the number one that year. That's cool. That dude has had more number one hits on the charts than any other human being in history. Okay, we talked about the end of the Beatles already. Do we have a do my compatriots tonight have any opinions on Wings? They're fine. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's obviously he's the most, well, George, uh, but I mean, he's still going strong. But yeah, Wings were, they were a good band. Yeah. I really enjoyed Wings too, man. Yeah, I mean, I it was so different wings. than the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> she prefers tenders. <laughs> I'm looking for some what's wings. The, oh, it's a boneless what, buffalo what's wings. The other, what's, the, what's the other Wings song that's almost like three different songs Band in a one? on the Run. Yes, it's like three different songs. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. It's like, wow. It's like, oh, it's the same song. It just keeps on. It just yeah. changes it, you know. All right, so how many did you get right there? I got, uh, we got two. Th- no, you got three. Oh, I got three. I got three. I got three. Yeah. You got three. Yeah. Only one. Because we had the same answers, yeah, right? Yeah, I got three. Yeah. You guys cheated and worked together. Yeah. Yes. That was great. It's a working relationship. <laughs> All right. You're the new rebound guy. That's it. Hey. Dan. Right. Hey. Hey, Dan. Jay, you got any of this funk loop? Want to go out to eat at Target? Yeah, I see a lot yeah. of vodka over there. <laughs> You're going to need more vodka to make me look attractive, sweetheart. Hey, baby. My music career is going so well, I can afford to take you out to dinner and pay don't for worry. half. If you don't, yeah. if you don't have any energy, I got some zip fizz for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, on your piece of paper there, ten, one through ten. Okay. We've All now right, got we Matt's favorite game, the intros. No, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Write them down. If you need them repeated, we'll do them. We'll uh, do a set of four. Here we go. Here's your first one. Here's your second one. Oh my god. Oh, I know that one. Here's your third one. Okay. And here's your fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. That song, when you hear that song, you know that chick's gonna screw you. You know, it's like uh-huh. you're not gonna do the screwing. She's gonna screw you. Mm. All right, here's your next. Here's your next four. You might recognize this one. 
right, here's your next one. Okay. Wet titties is all I think about when I hear that song. <laughs> and this one. That's not fair, because I know it, and I can't think of it. All right, and here are your last two. And the last one. Shit. <laughs> Want to hear it one more time? No. No. Because I'm not going to know it, but of, I know it. It's a bunch of crystal sounds. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to know it, and I'm going to be mad about it. <laughs> I'm going to wake up in my sleep to three knocks. Like, I know this song. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what do you guys have for number one? I don't have anything for number one. Really? I know Matt J- has J- it. No. I don't have anything. No, I wanted to hear it again. Actually. Oh, I'll play it again. Yeah, play it again. Let her rip. Sounds like something like tampon commercial. <laughs> it's a deuce commercial when they're walking on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> the concerned boyfriend for the herpes cream. Oh, no. Know? They're on a kayak going down the river. They have nothing to lose. Which will be funny when you find out the name of the song. What is it? Kayaking? Uh, yeah, I don't know this one. It's Air Supplies All Out of Love. Oh. I'm, so, I'm so lost without you. It is. Damn it. All right. Maybe I'm right. Baby, so long, something like that. Yeah, Van Wilder. So number two, uh, taking care of business. Taking care of business by Bachman Turner Overdrive. Oh boy, I have nothing. That is correct. Nothing. TCB. <laughs> TCB. <laughs> taking care of business. Elvis Presley. All right, number three. Oh, that's Beastie Boys. Sabotage. Sab- Sabotage. Yeah. I got that one. That's one of these guys' coaches. The only BC boy, boy song I like. The and video was fantastic. Number four. It's Black Velvet. Black Velvet. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I like singing uh, this karaoke. Yeah. This is such a hot, slutty song. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'll never sing a karaoke again. Oh, why not? Just, Sell it. I'm kidding. No, All you right. should. So what do we have for number five? It's Breakfast at Tiffany's, but I don't know the band. Uh, you don't need to know the name yeah. of the band. I just said the word little. <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany. I don't know the name of the band yeah, either. Deep Blue Something is the name of the Where'd band. Where'd I come up with Little? Yep. All right. Moving on down. We number went, six. We went from slutty song to stripper song. Pour some sugar on Def me. Def Leppard. Yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah. I got that one. <laughs> yeah. Listen like a bomb. <laughs> All right, what about this next one? I don't know this one. It's Information Society. No. Oh. The band was so good, they named it twice. Oh. Mr. 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 Duran Duran. Oh, Duran oh. Duran. <laughs> what song was it? Save a Prayer. I don't know that one. I only know, like, three songs by them, actually. <laughs> that name was on sale that day, obviously. <laughs> All right, and uh, the next one? 
It's at say it's tomorrow. Tonight. I said Pray tomorrow. Break of dawn. Is it tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Uh, Eagle Eye Cherry is their name. Eagle what? Eye Cherry was saved tonight. Oh, he was right. I said tomorrow. Yeah. Save tonight. Yeah, why would you want to save tomorrow? You're not even there. Yeah. All right, the next one. Damn it. Eagles, Eagles. take it to the limit. Correct. I put if you leave me now. I thought it was. I thought it was take if you don't leave me now. Take the biggest part of me. Yeah. Ooh, baby, please don't go. Is that Chicago, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Love that song. We talked about how much you hated them last time. Chicago? Yeah. I just, I always think of Karate Kid every time I hear them. <laughs> all right. Our, our, final, our final one. I said it was Madonna. If you could dance. Oh, is it Madonna? It is girl. not Madonna. I said it was something from Disney. It is not from Disney. I don't know what it is. Lucky Star. That's Madonna. Madonna. I know, I know. Wait a minute, is this ABBA? Let it keep playing. It's not ABBA. Let it keep playing until one of us gets it. Let's see. Okay, intro. All right. Whenever you're ready. I feel like I'm in a bed. I started it twice. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's the same sound over and over. Yeah. It's, it's like I hit a max score on a pinball machine. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you didn't get the jackpot, though. Yeah. Well, makes me miss the sound of slot give us, machines. Give us like oh a God. little bit of like Dude, the don't even the lyrics. I, I miss it so much. <laughs> I mean, I is really it Debbie do. Gibson? It is not Debbie Gibson. Here's a little bit more of it. Oh, it's Fleetwood Mac. Uh, Fleetwood Mac yeah. with everywhere. I never, it's just such a good tune. It hey. is, but hey. I never heard that part of the song. Yeah, the intro. That's the, opening, it's the top yeah. of the tune. Yeah. You know, you know it, this is one of those songs I always have caught in the middle of the song. Like, it's kind of like Roadhouse. Like, you never really see the beginning of Roadhouse, and you always like catch him like as he's at the double deuce already, but you don't see like when he rolls into town. Everyone knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's mentioned that movie three times on this show. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I agree with him. I, I fucking up. adore that movie. Oh, it's great. It's, 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 it's such a retarded premise. Oh, like, it's so I love stupid. It. I love it. He's got, he's got a real hard on for Patrick Swayze. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the man was beautiful. In Roadhouse especially. Oh, you ripped the Patrick, guy's throat out. Patrick Swayze, incredible actor. Dead. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Hey, are you guys Amazon Prime customers? Yes. Yes. Are you, are you Fleetwood Mac fans? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Their their late '90s concert. It's called the Dance. It's awesome. Is free right now. Is that when really? she's wearing the long yeah, black? Yeah. All the well, she wears that every gig. Yeah. But like, no, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. I remember late but '90s. She came you, back. You can see him now, but the problem is, is Lindsey Buckingham's not in the band, and right. it took two celebrities to replace that guy. He's so good. So they had yeah. to get Mike Campbell from Tom Petty's band on lead guitar, okay. and Neil Finn from Crowded House to play rhythm guitar and sing. So right. It's not really so took two guys. Elizabeth, Elizabeth took two Higgins. guys with millions of record sales each to replace Lindsey Buckingham. Elizabeth Higgins only chimed in once, and she went Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> we know what she likes. But go go watch that concert, right. everybody out there. It's free right now, and it's it's yeah. it's a Fleetwood Mac had not talked to each other, or so it was like the Eagles' hell freezes over. There were a lot of reunions that happened during that period of the '90s. That was one of them. Oh God, she's so talented. It's that faint you know, 
and, 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 and to talk about the top of the top of the show with John passing away when he did, I wonder. I bet you the Beatles would have got back together eventually. I don't. Well, no? they did. They did. They did in the '90s without John. As a matter of fact, he played some ELO a few minutes ago yeah. on this show. Yeah. Jeff Lynn, the main guy who plays guitar and sings and writes and produces everything for ELO. The one time the Beatles did reunite to actually record something new and put tracks alongside John's old demo from the yeah, late I rem- 60s. I, I vaguely it remember was in the 1994 or so, and Jeff Lynn from ELO produced the whole thing. Free as a bird. Free as a bird. Song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love this song. People hated this song. I love this song. And G- George was alive then, and yeah. that's him on slide guitar. Yeah. But that's Ringo. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing sounds like his left hand, man. You can always tell it's him. That's a great song. That's a shame people hate it. That's the best they could do at the time. But, man, in 1994, do you know how hard that was to do before yeah. Pro Tools and everything? Yeah. They had to do it all by cutting and moving tape around with razor blades, man. Yeah. You know? All right, one more game. You guys ready? Yep. Let's do it. Let's do it. Now on the Rockin' Comedy Show. Oh, yeah. Is it a romance novel? Oh, no. Or the title of a porn? That's right. It's, of course, sponsored by our friends at spunklube.com. Use promo code Rockin' Comedy for discounts. And first-time shoppers, you'll get free shipping and handling. There are 15 all together. And to keep it with our theme of 1976, both porn and romance novels are from 1976. Oh, some John Holmes porn in there. Yeah. That, that was may, considered also, the golden age, man. It also makes the titles a little harder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they weren't getting so graphic back then. <laughs> they were very creative. Yeah. You didn't have something like Eat My Ass or something <laughs> yeah. like that, you know? Buttmaster 5. Yeah. <laughs> this is Buttmaster yeah. 1, yeah. the prequel. Yeah. Ass Blasters of the Caribbean, part yeah. 6. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Number one for the love of Sarah. Oh, all right. This, no. this is going to be a harder game. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it definitely is going to be. Uh, there was uh, nuance back yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, My Lady Destiny. My Lady Destiny. Uh, yeah, okay. Number three, Hidden Meanings. Hidden Meanings. 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 Number four, Savage Eden. <laughs> I don't know how to make me laugh. <laughs> Mimi. Number five, games for an unfaithful wife. Oh, Whores. Uh, number what a six. bitch. Lawyers. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> number, number six, same time every year. Oh, that's a shitty <clears throat> wife. Divorce. <laughs> uh, number, number seven, Jesus. cover girls. Uh, okay. Number eight, Love Slaves. <laughs> this is the Dirk Diggler era. Yeah. Number nine, A Touch of Love. Oh, jeez. Also referred to as The Tip. The what? The Tip? <laughs> Just The <a> Tip. <laughs> Just The <a> Tip. <laughs> number ten. Come on! <laughs> number ten, Under Moon Glow. Number eleven, Her First Fling. <laughs> number twelve, Susie's Bed. That's definitely up. Number 13, Teenage Bride. Teenage Bride? Bride. Bride. Okay. Number 14, Wild in Love. And number 15, The Luckiest Girl. Okay. This Boy, is, this this is, is a, a lot harder hard. than normal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to like sugar tits <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jay's the one who does the dig in to come up with these trivia games. Oh, this took some work, it man. Did. This it, one's it archives. It did. Uh, all right, so number one, for the love of Sarah. I got novel. Porn. Porn. Book. Damn. All right. Yeah. Number two, My Lady Destiny. Porn. Porn. Novel. Book. Damn. Uh, uh, number three, hidden meanings. Porn. Novel. Porn. Novel. Damn. <laughs> she hates this game. <laughs> I gotta start yeah. watching. She, she was upset last time I played it with. Oh, well, she too. really wants that lube. I don't though. <laughs> <laughs> number four, Savage Eden. Romance novel. Porno. Novel. Novel. Yes. <laughs> number five, Games for an Unfaithful Wife. Porn. 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 It is porn. Awesome. Uh, number six, same time every year. <laughs> I said porn. Novel. Novel. Porn. Oh. Uh, number seven, Cover Girls. Romance novel. Porn. 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 Damn. Number eight, Love Slaves. Porn. 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 <laughs> number nine, A Touch of Love. Romance novel. Porn. Novel. Novel. <laughs> number ten, Under Moon Glow. Porn. Novel. Porn. Book. Number eleven, her last fling. Porn. Novel. Porn. Porn. Number 12, Susie's Bed. <laughs> Porn. Novel. Novel. Porn. Mm. Number 13. <laughs> I like how they're like. <laughs> <laughs> He's like. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> well, he makes note and re- watches them at home. <laughs> See the calluses on these hands, lady? <laughs> Notice he's going blind? Yeah. It's like a catcher's It's, it's not like, the diabetes. When did you start sitting over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number 13. He's going blind and it ain't the diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Number 13. Teenage Bride. I said romance novel. Novel. I said porn. Porn. Mm. Sweet. Number 14, Wild in Love. Romance novel. 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 Yes. And our last one, number 15, The Luckiest Girl. Romance novel. Novel. Porn. Novel. Fuck. There we go. Not bad. A little tough game there today. Oh. <laughs> I got eight. I got nine. I got ten. Damn. Oh, all right. Not bad. It's because he knew the Susie's bed one. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. I did. is always gonna be here anyway
Vegas with essential natural CBD products that helps with pain, anxiety, inflammation, and so much more. Their team of experts can help you with all your CBD needs. Moments CBD also carries washable medical masks and hand sanitizer with 70% alcohol, vitamin E, and aloe. Moments is having an amazing deal for June. 50% off all immune-boosting CBD products for you and your pets. Mention the Radio Vegas Rocks ad for the special. Located on 1311 West Craig Road at the Home Depot Shopping Center. Call 702-463-1616 for more info. They care about your health. The Golden Tiki. Now, what is the Golden Tiki, you may ask? Well, it is the premier tiki destination in the world. I mean, not just Las Vegas, in the world. Have you been to a tiki island before? Screw that noise. Just come down to 3939 Spring Mountain Road in the heart of Chinatown. You will find the Golden Tiki. Now, the Golden Tiki has a lot to offer. They have slot machines that are just giving out jackpots like they are going out of style. And if you're not winning, go rub the lucky dong. I guarantee you, the next hand you will hit. They even have the coldest drinks anywhere in Las Vegas, and they're a reasonable price, so why would you even need another reason after that? Okay, you're hungry. Food is hot, delicious, and quick. All the reason for you to go to the Golden Tiki right there. You still need another reason? How about live music? Like right now, there's a band playing at the Golden Tiki, but you're not there. You're listening to me talk about the Golden Tiki. Maybe there's not a band. Maybe there's a DJ. There's so much to offer. I just can't name it all. Just go down to the Golden Tiki. 3939 Spring Mountain Road in the heart of Chinatown. That's where you're going to find the Golden Tiki, and that's where you'll find us because, well, I mean, where else are we going to go? The Golden Tiki. 3939 Spring Mountain Road in the heart of Chinatown. Hey, everybody. Brendan from the Brendan and Kevin Show here, and I am here to talk to you about the Cush NC noise-canceling headphones from Kicker Audio. Now, I just purchased 
just a pair of these bad boys, and I gotta say, these things are so awesome. And to prove how awesome they are, I have traveled all the way to Germany to this really loud and terrible polka fest, and I want to click on this button right now to show you how good they are. So, with this little click, and just like that, all the noise is gone. These things are so awesome, and you can only get them at kicker.com. So I want you to go to kicker.com and check them out. They have some of the best headphones around. So if you're like me and do a lot of audio from home, home recording, uh, live radio, anything of that sort, go check these out. But Kicker doesn't just do headphones. They got your car covered. They got your power sports covered. They even got your boat covered. Who doesn't want a kick-ass sound system in their boat when they go out to Lake Mead and throw an awesome boat party? So go check them out, kicker.com. Tell them RadioVegas.rock sent you. And in the meantime, I gotta find my way home. I don't know how I'm gonna get back from Germany in time for the show. But until then, see you later. Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. It's RadioVegas.rocks, the home of the Not Plain Stupid podcast. Two weeks ago, I go snowboarding, and I've been snowboarding all year, and I've been waiting because last year I fucking killed it. Larry Egg eats it right away. I try to go past him, and really, I feel the ice underneath me. And I was like, I panicked because I know how bad ice hurts because I've broken my tailbone, and I hate landing on my no-no spot right on that butthole. You ever been like in a, like, a meeting? You want to yawn, but you don't want to yawn? You yawn with your I mouth closed. I feel like closed. that's marriage 101. Yeah. <laughs> my butthole starts doing that. Oh. It starts like... It's not good. It starts pulsating. It starts doing those like, kind of like vibrations. Like a good pulsate or... It did not feel good. It was like just like, and I was like, "Fuck, this isn't right at all." And I told Larry, I was like, "Do I fuck my butthole up?" And he was like, <laughs> 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 "Are you still laying in the middle of the yeah. slope right Larry, now? what's happening? Larry, I fucked my butthole up. <laughs> yeah. I fucked it up real bad. This is Radio Vegas dot rocks. Got a pirate radio station. Nobody knows who he is. I, I could be that anonymous nerd sitting across from you. And- Turn around, and he just looks away. He never looks back at you again. Radio Vegas keeps you rocking. You're listening to Crazy J on RadioVegas.rocks. And you can catch the uh, Not Playing Stupid podcast right after us tonight at 9 o'clock. Always a good time. Tune in for that show. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like a great show, man. <laughs> yeah. They get into some deep, deep, <laughs> deep conversation. Tonight, Dick Talk. As in TikTok. <laughs> yeah, TikTok. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, they'll come up with something clever like, you know, Yoko Lack. Yeah, Yoko Lack. <laughs> do, you get, do you get a lot of dick pics? You know, I don't. A few sometimes in my DMs, but not too much. Is it? Is it? <laughs> I don't like, ask for It happens that I was, was going to say, are they solicited or like? No. So, like, most of the time they're not. Yeah. Okay, so wait. I want to know how this works with the Because I, this is... I find this fascinating. I, I can explain it to you exactly how it goes. But yeah, like, is I, it I like one or two messages, and the guy's like, "Hey, this is what I'm working with," or is it like, like, "Hi," and then it's like, "Bam," like wiener. 
It's usually and I, like, yes, I call it wiener. <laughs> it like kind of, it's like, it kind of like slaps you in the side of the face, like by, by surprise. It's uh-huh. like, you don't expect it. And like, they're like usually polite in the beginning. So you're like, oh, okay, hey, what's up? You know, he seems like, like a nice fella. You know, whatever. Oh, yeah. you know, I see you doing like a rock he comedy seems show like a or whatever. Nice fella. The yeah. next thing I know, I get like this dick pic and I'm like, ugh. Are they flaccid or tumescent? Um, they're hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no guy's You don't want to sh- send the smaller yeah, one. Yeah, no guy's going to show off like they're, you know, Yeah, whatever. but I don't know if I'd want to, like, that'd be aggressive. Like, just the, you know, rock hard rod. Just it turns, yeah. it turns me off, I'll be honest with you. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, you know what I've it heard is? So many women say that. They yeah. just don't. It, 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 so you know, many just men look think at the women size like of their this. shoes in their hands. You'll figure it out. Well, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's a guy thing. So, guys, I contend, I. Guys are very visual. They always say that, and you yeah. know, and, all that and that's how guys think. Like that's what would attract a woman when it's the exact opposite, no. and that's why they can't figure that out. Like, isn't that the fun of like dating? Like, yeah, you know, you don't want to see it all right away. Right. I, don't, I don't either, man. Yeah. I mean, well, in certain cases, it might be a nice warning for men. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> nope, thought I was attracted to that. Now I realize I'm not. Right. I kind of know I joke around a lot, but I don't. I would never send any like naked photos of myself. And I've gotten like people saying nasty things, like, "Well, you put p- pictures of you in your bikini on Facebook." Well, yeah. yeah, but I'm not naked. Right. Exactly. And right. I'm a teacher. I could get fired. So right, it's like exactly. I would never do that. Right. And, and and think about like especially like with if your face was in it, like that could be like blackmail. Like especially in your profession where you're you know you're a teacher or something yeah. like that. Like why would you ever send that out into the world? Like I wouldn't. because if you send it out in the world, like it's not just going to that one person. Like now of everyone course. has it. You know, I've never like. sent them to even like boyfriends I've been with for like like years and years and yeah. like, guys now. about six and a half years ago, Edward Snowden Snowden did did us a real solid, man. Yeah. He did us a real <laughs> solid. He really looked out for us. He put his ass on the line. He may die because yeah. of this. He certainly can't ever come home to the USA without getting locked in the Supermax prison, yeah. right? Yeah. I wish okay. Trump would just so, pardon that. He guy. told us how much the government is really looking at of everything we send and everything we do with a smartphone. He told us yeah. how bad it was. And when he did, most reasonable Americans went, oh, my God, the government is spying on us. And that's illegal, right? Yeah. Right, and I am shocked now, and I was shocked then how few people actually took that seriously, mm. especially with things like sending pictures of your fucking dick and balls. Yeah, yeah. dude. Dan, have you sent one out? Ever? Oh, have you sent out defects? Of course I have. Oh, yeah, no, I have two, but I'm, a, I'm not really? doing it anymore. Oh, no, now they're all like, oh, I, I have three. I'll show them to you. Have you? Yeah. I'm, I'm a degenerate. You I'm have three of their pics. Send them to me. <laughs> I think, I, if I we actually, were smart, we would have sent pics of some other guys' did. Yeah, I I have done that before. I've never like, done I've that. Had, I've had, I've had a girl, like, this is when I was doing, like, online dating and stuff, and, like, I, I had a girl who, yeah, she Online had, dating is awful. She she asked for a dick pic, so I, sh- I sent her, like, a black dude's schlong. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. And she got, wow. like, her brain locked up. I was like, but I feel bad for someone who has to monitor my internet activity. Like, I feel bad for you, sir. Like, you have to not monitor basically what a 17-year-old boy would be into. Like, you know, just monitoring well, nonsense. I have noticed, though, that during this lockdown in the last six months, that more and more people on their your stories on Facebook... They're either shirtless or they're posing more seductive. Yeah. People are getting thirsty, Jay. Yeah, there's a a lot of guys that are, like, just posing in the mirrors. And you're like, 
Put some clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to get, be like give cautious. People, give people no, just give people a. You don't give it all away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to be cautious on the dating sites too because like I don't know how old the person is I'm talking to. Yeah. You know. You really so it's don't. like yeah. So it's like scary for me. Plus, you're a teacher, man. Yeah. You know, you you work with young people all the time, yeah. man. You got to be careful what you say constantly anyway. All the time. All the time. Yeah. That's why I'm on the rock and comedy show. <laughs> yeah, sweet. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> so I finally get to say what I want. I don't know. The six people listening right now, I don't think are going to go out of their way to get Janine fired. Whoa. Uh, why? Whoa. I'm not saying anything Four bad. people. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. But I'm not saying anything yeah. wrong. There's one person so that identifies as two people. Can can we agree that... <laughs> My personality. That it, can, let's, can we not generally agree that meeting someone through your social circles rather than meeting someone online is a much safer and arguably more effective yes. way to date? Yeah. It is, but in a city such as this... If you're actually looking for a partner yeah you know what i mean if well, you're actually looking to pair bond but like but like okay so like my job like prior to COVID, i was bartender on the strip i don't really have very many interactions with people um that i would consider like date worthy because uh-huh. the people that i'm interacting with first off i have a rule i don't like picking up people at bars like i think that's like mm-hmm. a weird right. spot because yeah. people are drinking this that and the other yeah. but i'm also dealing with a lot of tourists and then i'm dealing with cocktail waitresses which you know nothing against cocktail waitresses but they're all a little nutty you know right. so it's like right. uh, i don't really have a whole lot of options so that's yeah. why i had i turned to online dating that's how i met the girl that i'm with now because i just don't have that outlet. well that's a little different now isn't it now yeah. I, now that you've said that I will say that I agree with you yeah. because we men, it seems, have to worry a little bit more about, one, women who might be in an altered state of consciousness, right. and two, a woman in an altered state of consciousness who might be falsely accusing us of something we didn't do right. that's really, yeah. really terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't used to happen as much as it does now. Right. So it's more dangerous for you and I to meet a woman at a bar. We don't know where she was before right. or what, she, what condition she's, she's doing, in. Yeah. If we meet someone in person first in a public place like a coffee house or something yep. like yeah. that, in public, and we establish that at least there's some modicum of safety with this bitch, well, right? Right. Then maybe we can invite her to dinner well, like, after that. If I was a guy and I was in, in entertainment out here, maybe just like a local celebrity, like I would watch what I did. Absolutely. Because you never know when you know you're gonna piss the wrong girl off. Right. And it's then, happened and to then me. It's gonna be like whatever. And, but and, I mean, it goes vice versa. I'm not yeah. saying it's just women who do it to men. It's, right. You know. Men do it, you know, whatever. But I'm just saying, I would just be very cautious. And, and and I think one thing that guys, especially nowadays, both men and women need to do is there's no context when you read, like, a text message or anything like that. I really believe you have to call the person. You can kind of tell. I agree. If 100% you have a, If you have that. a phone yeah. call with the person, you can tell, okay, if I read something like, da, 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 oh, this went on too, okay, that, whatever. Yeah. But if you talk to a person, I'm like, this person's nutty. I'm not, well, I, there's yeah, no way I can carry if, a conversation If it was ever person. online, yeah. like, one time, I don't know, 10 years ago, something like that, I had had an inactive dating profile and got alerted about a message. So I mm-hmm. went and read it, ended up resulting in a date. But she thought it was weird at the time that I, I wanted her to call me. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. look, and I, I, when you when you're new with a woman and you ask for her phone number. It's you got to be careful how you do that, too. So, it, yeah, I, it, in my it does opinion, come off creepy nowadays. Yeah, in, yeah. in my opinion, it's more polite to maybe give her your number. That's what yeah. I do. You know? no. 
Well, I'm not going to front. I I have a therapist and she always says, she constantly says, do not have your relationship through text message. Right. Like if there's any kind of argument or something you need to talk about or trying to get to know the person, uh uh-uh, we don't do this anymore. Like we meet coffee shop or... You know, well, talk yeah. on the phone. And, yeah. and, and, and that's a, and she's absolutely right because that's not only not only are we doing that, but we're doing that through social media, which, you know, maybe there's someone like like, you know, y- you meet someone or you're fr- friends with someone on Facebook or Twitter or whatever the hell it is. You're just reading their words and you're taking it one way, but they're actually meaning yeah. another. Then when you meet them in person, you already have this like preconceived right. notion. Oh, this person's an asshole and- because he's wrote this, this and this. But we're not seeing the full scale of the conversation because there's a lot of body language that goes into that. Right. There's further explanation that goes in that. And I think that's what's causing a lot of fights. Like, I've gotten into it with a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of, like, when I, when I was doing uh, uh, open mics and stuff like that where, you know, they're not that bad of people when you talk to them in person, but, like, when you interact yeah. with them on this stupid thing, oh, you're, not, you're whatever, not getting yeah. the whole context and the whole picture. Well, that's the thing. Hey. I'm very sarcastic, too. So well, I t- think take, I get that. Take this. We are all, all of us here, everybody in this room, we are live performers. We spend our lives learning how to read people and try to respond to them. You yeah. know what I yeah. mean? Whether that's one person or, or that's... 10,000 people. We, I watch comedians are the best at this out of any live performer that, you know, changing their act midstream, you know, they tell musicians not to do this, right? right? But comedians do it all the time and adapt quickly to the room. I think it's a good lesson for musicians to watch comedians for that reason. All of us who do that, we need the face to face more than other people need it. Right. And I do personally. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I do too. Yeah. But I think. Some of that might have to do with the fact that we we perform, yeah, in front of yeah. people. Yeah, I mean, doing that whole relationship over text message destroys things. No, you, know? you, you can't. Yeah, I mean, think about it. If I if if I if I pull my dick out in front of a girl, the response that I get rather than when I send I a picture. Send a picture. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you don't get a response. Usually, yeah. it's both LOLs, but one you know is a shriek <laughs> and they run out the room. And the other oh, one's geez. like, eh, what else you got? <laughs> well, that's why it's hard to date now because you know we don't really have places to go anymore. And, so and it's you know that's another weird thing about this year. Like it. Another unintended consequence of this is getting this is getting weird for a lot of people because yeah they can't get together they can't pe- human beings are social creatures right we have to be around other people you otherwise can't, you can't we get weird. make people isolate yeah. like this right. and I say Ted Kaczynski having, lived alone <laughs> exactly well, no, the ser- I, I, I say this killers. having spent most of my adult life living alone I mean I've been I've been more single than in a relate I've never been married sure and I'm more single than in a relationship. By far, for the last twenty years, right. twenty years, right? You know, but you've been on stage, so you're circumventing a lot. Of well, that. it almost. I also have a no tourist rule, right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, like, like, I don't know. Right? No thanks. Right? Yeah. If you're performing on the strip somewhere, even off the strip, I have a no tourist rule. Most of us, most of the guys I know, had to learn the no tourist rule the hard way. Yep. Okay. But let me take that a step further. About 10, 12 years ago, I noticed that my game, so to speak, with women was soft. Mm-hmm. Meaning I wasn't very good at talking to them. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you want to know why? Because I always met them at a fucking gig. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. So I thought, I, I can't do this anymore. Not going to use this anymore. So you're asshole. You're going to go, you know, you think you're some big courageous live performer. You're going to walk up to a woman you've never met or seen before in the fucking grocery store and see if you can work towards asking her out. Do guys do that anymore? Well, like, I did. Yeah. Really? And it was really, really difficult for yeah. a while. I got rejected 
a thousand times. Really? Yes. Don't lead with nice melons in the produce department. No, no, no. Seriously, I had to figure out a way to do it through a lot of trial and error. But man, the results were much more. I kind of found out who I really was. So, so yeah. like someone like me with like an odd custody schedule, where would I find somebody? Like honestly, I have my son like Wednesday through Sunday. So who the hell is out dating on a Monday or a Tuesday? I hate to say it, but like bartenders, show, and yeah, show that, business, no and service yeah. people. No <laughs> yeah, and then I got accused of dating within like the same like group of people or something. But it's like, I, I where why, where am I going? I don't know why people do that. I think that's really shitty. And like I'm you're not. supposed to go partner up with some total fucking stranger yeah. dude it, it meeting people through your own social service right. is it's the like, safest thing to do i would rather date like a friend's brother or something that i know is not going to murder me in my sleep or like blow up my house but you they know? may it's knock like, three times on the door oh, in the middle of the night sleeping Look, <laughs> both, all genders are and i say all meaning all 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 57 uh, genders uh, uh, all 75 genders <laughs> yeah are are up against a lot more than we all used to be, man. We're running risk of COVID STDs. Dating. We're running risk of, of <laughs> pregnancy. We're running COVID risk of having, to, having, to, having to decide whether we want to abort a baby or not. Yeah. We, we, you know, yeah. we're, we're under the risk of accusations. Is this person going to destroy my property? But men, women, and everything in between, they're all thinking this when they date. You know, I'm a serial monogamous. I think definitely. Mm. I have I a brother. Know. She's who's a Rolling exactly Stone. Like that. <laughs> Never had 24 I, hours I just, single just, in his life. I could be married and be fine with that and be with the same person. As long as they're like normal and treat me well. As long like, as she's I'm, a good I'm, chick. I'm good with that. You're really asking for a lot. Really? No. <laughs> That's a too tall of an order. I we just, cannot I just procure want, I just that want one you. dick pic. <laughs> just one. <laughs> I just want one. You want, she wants one dick pic. The one she has in Preferably her mind. Preferably an That's Italian. Right. It's an Italian. <laughs> <laughs> it's got one of those Italian like mustaches on it. Sozzy <laughs> chick. <laughs> I'll take an Italian. <laughs> Be careful of what you ask for. I know, man. right? Exactly. You don't know who's listening to this That's show. That's true. Oh, no. <laughs> guy named Louie. <laughs> Knocking on my door. Three knocks. Hey, Hey, oh. Richie the Fish. How you doing? What you doing? Where's my fucking money? <laughs> <laughs> don't make me ask for it again. Oh, my God. Janine, were you living in Jersey when the whole Sopranos thing became something? Yeah, and I think they filmed part of one of the episodes in my dad's bar in North. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I would say though that show did less damage to like the Jersey uh, stereotype, whatever, than Jersey than Shore. Jersey Shore, Jersey did. Shore just uh, that gave a lot of people from Jersey bad names because I mean you guys, these guys got like helmet hair and they're like weirdly colored, like <laughs> weirdly colored. What are you telling me? Like they're all orange and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I actually saw them when I was working at Planet Hollywood. I had to sign a waiver because they were filming when they just a, um, a year ago or something. They had like a reunion tour, tour or something like that. They kind of looked like they smelled. Like it was like late. Yeah. It was two a.m. But they looked like a crowd <laughs> that smelled. Yeah. Smelly. They, they looked like they smelled. They looked smelly. They looked you know, like <laughs> they looked like scratch and sniff. You know, like, like they were like pa pig pen. They had like a little cloud of the dirt falling around. Oh my around. god. <laughs> Jeez. But they, wow. and they were and the and the guys they were all nice. The, the at least the ones I interact with. But they were smaller than I appeared. You know, like because you know they looked like they were kind of like roided up guys. They were actually kind of small. Like uh, I thought. Like I was, shorter. Yeah, well, I was expecting like, these big guy, dudes. And guys with small. our DNA tend to. I like I'm considered fairly tall. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For an Italian, like under five seven is usually a lot more common. I, I just I pictured like meathead, you know, goomba type guys, and they were yeah. they were kind of small. Hmm. 
Still see a few of those guys around this town now and again. Yeah. See him sitting in the corner of a restaurant now and again. But, but that's kind of phased itself out. Now it's like a lot of spindly fellas. Like, it's not a whole lot of weightlifting going on. Like, you know, yeah. for a little while, late 90s, early 2000s, a lot of dudes taking like steroids and getting heads. juiced up. Yeah. And like, yeah. Now it's like a different thing. It's like, now it's like, you know, I don't know what gender I am and, you know, I don't know what's... Guys, I can't wait to start doing steroids. I would love to start doing fucking steroids <laughs> right now. I would love it. A oh, my really? God. Well, now's the time to start. A giant yeah. BG go out there yeah. once he yeah. goes out there. <laughs> I, w- I, I would just... More than a Walmart! I would just ripped. love to be... Like, I'm, about, I'm about 162 or so soaking uh, wet at this point after eating a cheeseburger. Yeah. I would love to be about uh, about 200 with abs. Yeah. And just really pissed off. Oh, yeah. You know? Just the death metal version. I would, just, of, uh, I, I would love to see how deep a, is your people's love. reactions everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Oh my god. We're out of time, everybody. That's it. That's, That's it. it. We talked our That's ears. We off. talked. We That's talked it. through it. We got through it. I had a right. feeling this wow. one was going to be fun, and it yeah, was because normally was. they they aren't. Right. Right. They're all oh, great. Thanks. They're, they're a lot awful every time we do. <laughs> Does that mean I'm hoping after a, you know 1500 that they'd finally start getting good. Please don't send any dick pics <laughs> Hoping Jay would finally crack a <laughs> smile. What, what today are we on? 1239. Huh? 12.39. So are, when are you scheduled to hit 1500? Probably in uh, two months? No, don't, put no. Any, don't put any pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's got vacation coming Sorry. up. Well, it's not really vacation. A little PTO time? It's, uh, you know, I don't do a show on the weekend, so it's not really, it's not really vacation. It's a get, weekend. Get, just getting the hell out of town because I can. Yeah. No lockdowns. No yeah. lockdowns. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Where are you going? Somewhere. Uh, none of your business. Okay. Ask your mom. She knows. Oh. oh. <laughs> See that? <laughs> Mommy's a nice fella. <laughs> Don't worry. You'll be fine. <laughs> she knows. He's got his penis jeans. <laughs> Packed and ready <laughs> to go. Penis jeans. Jeans. He's a nice fella. I, I like I his old timey stuff. I asked you to go. He's a she swell fella. She was busy. Yeah. You asked penis jeans to go? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who's penis jeans? That's just about. <laughs> That's a whole other show. That's Obviously, a whole other yeah. show. <laughs> my friend hooked me up on a on a date with this chick, yeah. and uh, we went out. And halfway through dinner, she goes, "I hope things don't change when you find out that I'm a flat earther." And I was like, yeah. "Oh, I heard a little something about yeah. this in passing." Oh, yeah. wow. And then I remember. And now. then she was rubbing my leg at the bar, and she goes. Oh, I bet you have really nice penis jeans. <laughs> I'd like, love that. What? Yeah. And penis just, jeans. She, yeah, like I inherited oh, wow. my my dad's penis, so wow. she would, you know. Larry's got a huge honker, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or he doesn't. It's up to the ladies to decide. How does she know decide. about your dad's penis? No, she's just saying penis jeans. She's oh, like, oh, okay. Because right. I was We're like, penis jeans from Dockers? She's like, no, not pants. <laughs> Coming like, this fall. Like, like penis I bet jeans. you, I bet penis you have jeans. nice penis DNA. Yeah. 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 yeah, so she's a penis jeans. I'll never forget we named that episode Penis Jeans. Penis Jeans. People downloaded, I think, just like, well, what is this? Yeah, what could, <laughs> what in God's name are they talking about now? Yeah, now now it comes up to Yoko Lag. Yoko Lag. <laughs> Yoko Lag. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Yoko Lag. Don't get any of that Yoko Lag on my penis jeans. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine if Dr. Yoko Lag was the next, like, Fauci? All of a sudden it was Dr. Yoko Lag out there with Trump every day. I like to oh, call geez. him Dr. Falsy. We haven't heard much from Ball, him. Ballsy. Yeah, no, you know, he kind of. Yeah, you know why? Because he told everyone they can go vote in person, and all of a sudden they shut him up real quick. <laughs> right. He's like, let That's me put my penis jeans on. Doctor Falsy finally said something right. Yeah. <laughs> I think Joe Biden's going to try to avoid this debate. 
I think he's going to try to avoid it. I think he's going to cry COVID safety and go, nope, I'm not doing it. It's well, not I safe. Well, I think then that's going to cost him big time. Because if on, he, man. Well, no, because if he does debate Trump, I mean, Hillary Clinton, poor thing, was maybe the most politically established person who's ever lived in America. He you know? torched her. And if, if there's anybody who knows how to bullshit and placate people <laughs> and say the horse shit lines You're to right. get people excited. It's that fucking wretched cunt, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay? I like so, it when she, she was recommending that he doesn't concede. And I right. was like, bitch, you lost twice. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You still haven't conceded. Yeah. We're three years into this. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I mean, I know he's a, And I love fucking crazy Trump, by the way. I don't want the calm, measured Trump reading off a fucking teleprompter. I like when his handlers get him all hopped up on espresso and Adderall and send him out there, and he's just fucking shooting from the hips, saying got crazy to his diaper shit. for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know what it, you know what it is about? get burped. You know what, you just know what, saying all that horrible, crazy <laughs> shit. I love that, dude. You know what oh, it, I love so you know it is about him. He's just a typical New Yorker who can talk, talk smack, and they he don't know how it. to handle that. He they don't know how to bottle that he up. He does it because he knows it gets to him. Yeah. And then all he does is get press. And then he gets the, the way he's played the media has been fucking brilliant. I don't care whether he knows he's doing it or yeah. not. I just like the nickname. Some of his like really ardent <laughs> Republican supporters talk about this 4D chess that yeah. he plays constantly. I don't know if I believe that. Maybe I believe some, but. I just like it when he's out there being crazy Adderall yeah. Trump. <laughs> we all you know? like to see I think that's do that. fucking hilarious. You know, he could win again. He could not. When he when he won the first time, it didn't really make much of a fucking difference in my no. life. You know what I mean? Like, po- I'll, I'll, po- but I'll never forget Rachel Maddow when she goes, "He won. This is our new world." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she was so upset. I love that montage on YouTube oh, it's amazing. where it's everybody going, "He's not gonna win. He's not gonna win." And then like it switches and like, what? <laughs> That's hilarious. So oh, great. Sleepy Joe, eh. Killery, eh. <laughs> Pocahontas, eh. <laughs> My favorite, low energy Jeb Bush. Oh, that was great. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. Best nickname ever. Low energy low Jeb. En- <laughs> he's got low energy. That's I, what I'm talking I about. Deal with he, this just, guy. he somehow finds a way to just, just. Just queezing art these people with his verbally somehow. You I know? would love for him to give me a nickname. Like, you know, I'd be like playing catch with A-Rod. You know, I brought him up earlier. Like, just give me a nickname. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I love Trump. I want to listen to him after a couple of beers. Oh, he doesn't drink. You're awake, oh, by the way. Wow. Okay. You're not having a terrible, terrible dream. Also, great. you're not dead and you haven't so gone hilarious. to hell. I love watching This is your life now. Shit. This is our election now. This is us. This is our country. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest. The look on her face. Look at look at that shit eating look on her she, face. She should have just said, "Oh, she fuck. is the most uncomfortable lesbian on television." Yeah. Yeah. As John Gilligan said, "Very handsome woman." You're awake, by the way. No, I don't you're know not having a terrible, terrible dream. Also, you're not dead, right and you there. haven't gone to hell. This is your life now. This is our election now. This is us. This is our country. It's real. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real. God, it's it's real. real. It's as real as penis jeans. Did you see the, the one? one where the election, the, the results were coming in, and it looked like she was crying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah the young Turk guy had a meltdown. <laughs> yeah. Chank Uger, whatever his name yeah. is, lost his shit. No, no, Florida, no, no. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when the Russia investigation or the Mueller and or whatever uh, came back a fake? Yeah, and, you know, like they, they couldn't come up with anything to nail him with. What she did that day? Yeah. She was struggling that day, boy. She was uh, on the day the, the Mueller report, Mueller investigation came back or the end of the Russia hoax, and one of those. You say that Donald Trump has the best day in the entire world? 
completely outperforms expectations, and he wins all of the toss-up states. He wins all five of those states, plus that electoral college vote in Maine that he's after. If he wins all of the toss-ups, which would be insane because nobody wins all of the toss-up states, <laughs> even if Donald Trump did win all of the toss-up states, he would still lose. And the day after, this was her response. <laughs> You're awake, by the way. <laughs> Whether you like him or not, it is the greatest thing to wake up to and go, what the fuck happened while I was asleep? I remember that day vividly. It's the greatest political upset of all time. That sick bitch is on every weeknight. Prime time, right? Did you know that one Joe Rogan podcast that's three hours long gets Five times the viewers at that bitch. Yeah, does. she's wow. the second. I think the second or the third most watched cable news anchor behind Tucker Carlson and somebody on CNN. Yeah, Anderson maybe. Yeah, Tucker here's Carlson where she's great. Out of the water. After this commercial, they don't want to give them any free. Airtime. Fucking YouTube ads have gotten worse than ever, man. The ones that get me are the ones right in the middle. Hulu's bad. Oh, I just broken some new news. Um, this has just come out from the Associated Press. This is incredible. Trump administration <laughs> officials have been sending babies. Oh, this is the wrong one. What did they switch it for? Oh, they probably took it down. Oh, Trump sending babies. Where is he sending babies yeah, to now? Sending babies to what island? <laughs> yeah, search Rachel Maddow. Crime. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah. Hey, which uh, which prince? In, in England was supposed to be on Epstein's plane a couple of times. Oh, which one? Andrew. It was Andrew. Andrew. The, the, that's yeah. why he's the gone. The artist formerly known yeah. as. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he got kicked out. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's dead. You, you formerly get, known as Prince. Yeah. You, can, you can get fired by the royal family. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Your, your duties here are no longer needed. Yeah. I can't imagine what that would be like. The UK's got it tough, and I think this is why Brexit was a thing. You have to deal with a like kind of a democratic system where you elect representatives to parliament, but then you have a monarchy. Right, you, you take know? money over then to those guys. Yeah, then you have the royal family. She's like, on the money. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut into that Rachel Maddow thing and use it for intros to the show. You got oh, to. That'd be oh great. my god. <laughs> that'd be great. You're awake right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is your, <laughs> this is your new world. Rock and comedy. Sprinkle yes. in some Brian <laughs> Seltzer too. A little George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's weird too. Is you here before? She's like. <sighs> Yeah, this you're is awake. Uh, <sighs> 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 All right, we gotta get out of here, everybody. We'll be uh, we'll be back Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. All hey, right. our solidarity, our show of solidarity to everybody involved with Red Alert tonight. Yeah. we love yes. you. We're, gonna like We're this with thing you. Awesome. All right, everybody. All right, have Bye. a good night.